We are back. Again, we are back. Another week. We have the pleasure of hosting Scott Allen this week on the podcast. You can find him on Instagram, Scarfishing, S-K-A-R, Fishing. The guy's the real deal, man. Tattoo artist. Been doing that 20-some years. He's a fish whisperer. Um, I wasn't really sure what that meant. John, John was super stoked to have this guy on the show because John can't catch a fish to save his life. Scott came. Um, I, dude, I, I knew more about fishing than I ever thought I would. Uh, it, it, it wasn't too much fishing. We talked tattoos. We talked life. It was. Uh, he was a great guest. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Yeah, that's Is that cool. how you started, like in a canoe or whatever? Yeah, yeah, we used to uh, like hang it out the back of the pickup truck and with a flag on it, <laughs> take it down. We were on the upper bay too, like big water. Yeah, you know, stealing dad's fishing rods and go out and let's catch some fish. When I bought this thing, I went all the way up to uh, it was like past Harrisburg, somewhere in the fucking sticks, three hours away. I get there, I'm like, oh shit, this thing's big, like barely fit on the fucking truck with the back rack, just like sticking way <laughs> out. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> It's like, I don't know if I'm going to make it back. I get back home. I take a look at it in the light. There's a fucking hole in it right there on the back. Like, Thought, what, was it leaking when you were out there? No. I, no when I first looked, it, I was like, fuck. My neighbor's like pu- pushes his fucking finger Jesus. through. I was like, oh, geez. I just bought a canoe. It's got a fucking hole. But luckily, uh, I researched you, you bought a decoration for like yeah. TGI Fridays. But luckily, you can just fucking melt the shit in. The plastic, like the plastic on a spackle bucket, you just fucking melted it in and it worked. Yeah. Fixed it. Yeah, that's good. Oh, jeez. Got you from point A to point B. See, see, you tell me all these stories, and I'm all like, oh, that sounds good, right? And now we have like a, someone that, you know, gets out on the water more <laughs> frequently than I do, and they're looking at you like, oh, you're going to sink, John. You're going to fucking die. You oh, sell, do you sell the canoe? I tried. Some, some guy was going to come look at it, but he wants me to bring it to him. I was like, fuck you, man. Come get it. Yeah, if you're gonna buy it, come get it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think there's an expectation. If I'm gonna bring it to you, you just send me the money now. Yeah, pre-send it. I got a giant hole in my boat right now. Really? Yeah, it fucking leaks like crazy. The aluminum one? Yeah, I just have an automatic bilge, and it'll just piss it out when it's ready. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm not fucking with it. I, you know what I mean? Like I spent all that time building that boat, and it's like yeah. it's had like ten holes. Every time I fix one, there's a new one. So I'm, I'm like, I'm done with it. You know, just let it fucking just leak. let it leak. Yeah, when it starts leak, when it starts pissing out the side, I know I'm good. As long as that bilge is working, I'm not gonna sink. <laughs> Did yeah. you have like a bass boat like he does? Like how? What's your boat like? Yeah, it's so it's like a uh, it's a sixteen foot aluminum boat, but it's it's decked out. Got a front deck, back deck, you know, front rear electronics. Pretty much a bass boat, but in an aluminum shell. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two power poles. It's set up. It's pretty nice. Power poles. That's where it's at. Yeah. How often do you go? Do you go out fishing? Like a lot. So this year during the the. Um, whatever you want to call it, three months, uh, I fished pretty much every day. The COVID? The COVID thing, yeah. And then uh, now that I'm back to work, I, I, I usually get out four, three or four times a week. Uh, last year was a little bit more, but, you know, this year was a little, little different. I had to catch up on work after not working for three months. Boy, our fucking business is going to plummet if I fish four, three, four, five times a week. Well, I don't work till 12, so it's perfect. Right. Uh, so I could go out from, you know, 6 oh, to shit. 11 and then take the boat home and, and go right to work. You're a tattoo artist? Yep. 
Yeah. Yeah, that's what you need to do. You need to put everything down, learn how to draw. <laughs> After you've practiced yeah. that medium for long enough, you pick up a tattoo gun and you talk some of your buddies into it. Yeah, fuck, fuck it. Why not? <laughs> There's other scratchers out there that their friends just <laughs> give them 40 bucks and a fucking 40 and tell them go at it. Go might as well do it. Too. How long have you been doing that? 20 years. Holy shit. Yeah. A long fucking time. Well, I guess it, uh, 2001. Yeah. Almost 20, yeah. Yeah. 18. That's 20 years, yeah. Yeah, it's been good, man. I got a good life. They fucking shut you down, though, with the COVID restrictions and stuff. Yeah. Those are done. Yeah. Like, we could work through it. We just worked through it. We said, fuck it. Yeah, well, this time I'm not I'm not playing around. Like, if they if they do it again, I'm not taking that hit again. Yeah. I'll, I got clients that'll I'll make it work. Yeah. You know what I mean? You have to. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I had, a like, a series of appointments set out for this fall that just, like, with the schedule and like he my the guy that i was gonna go see um was just gonna like look like you're on the list like i'll get back to you once the schedule like sorts itself out and i'm just like all right uh i'll talk i know how that works i'll see you yeah i'll talk to you never again maybe you'll call me back in april yeah exactly you'll be lucky to i mean we we got it set up pretty well to where um if we tell you we're gonna do something we, mm. we do it, you know, not saying this guy's like a, a bad dude or anything, but that's one thing I've always been big on. Like, if you say you're going to do something, do it, man. But with this shit, you know, you, you never know when you're going to get back. Yeah, you know, that, I kind of gave him like a, a token for that. I was kind of like, look, like, you, you know, it's Corona. Has he been, we'll your, has he been your only guy? Uh, predominantly, yeah. Yeah, so that's Except big, for too. One. That's huge, you know. People are loyal for the most part. You find a good guy, you stick with them. You know? Yeah, it was just I didn't want, like, I just didn't want too much different stuff. Like, I, I would switch depending upon what I was getting. What do you get? Like, it, w- it was more of, like, you, you kind of, like, you have different people. Like, I mean, like, he could probably speak to this more than I could. But you, you kind of have people that get tattoos. They're, like, the art tattoo people that, like, appreciate a certain specific artist. Or maybe they specific like a type of tattoo there's a d- bunch of different genres of tattoos oh. and then uh then you just have your people that just show up and want a tattoo then you have people that show up with mom your to get a tattoo pinterest girls so yeah the soccer pin- mom. yeah we yep. show up with the thing already printed out yep. the font already this That's is how i want it i want it on the hip here he charges a good a good thing he prints it out on the graphite paper Done. Have a good diet. Give me five you stars. Just, you just need a tattoo shop now. Yeah. You, got, you got it down. <laughs> yeah. That's all it is. Yeah, dude. I'd fit in. Yeah. I'd have a good time. Perfect, man. That would be awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. God. It's, yeah, you I, could just go fish all the time. I could work with you. Dude, I'll, how about I'll split it in half. I'll give you, you do the, all the work. I'll take half the money, but I'll fish all the time. That'll, that'll be great. Yeah, we'll figure it out. All right. Perfect. We'll figure it out. Have you ever done any, like... I know one of my buddies has, like, a fish sleeve tattoo where it's, like, all these different fish that he's got. Have you ever done anything like that? I have, but not not as, like, you would think being that I'm a huge fisherman that I would do it a lot, but I've really, I, I had a guy from New Jersey come down. I spent, like, 20 hours on him. He had a big, like, upper back piece with a large mouth and a small mouth fighting over a jig with, like, some stumps and shit like that. It was cool. I like that. Um but yeah, not not as often as you. I can't tell you how many people send me that stupid fucking ruler that's tattooed on the guy's leg. 
Have you ever seen that? And they're like, <laughs> yeah, they're like, dude, I thought about you. Fucking check this out. And I'm like, yeah, you're like the 600th person that sent me this stupid shit. <laughs> Fuck, the yeah. second you said, the second you started to say, just rule, like the R started to come out of your mouth, I knew exactly what you yeah, were going to exactly. say. I was 98% sure. I was like, here it goes. That one floated around a lot when Instagram came out. I think, I don't know how old that tattoo is, but it's definitely not, a, it's been around for at yeah. least a few years. Yeah, everybody knows the guy with the camo shorts and the fucking roller on the side of the leg on the front of a John boat, and yeah, it's it's terrible. <laughs> not a great idea. <laughs> you definitely shouldn't cut, you shouldn't I get that. I can't get a fucking tattoo. You'd have to get, you'd have to catch a fish. To measure it. To measure it. Right. Dude, I, I'm going to get you out, man, because I'm starting to feel really bad for you. <laughs> Don't feel bad. No, Don't I feel d- bad. I really want I'm you to a, catch on. I was a good golfer. I was a scratch golfer. I'm fucking giving that completely up. I want to become a scratch fisherman. That's my goal. Nice. That's it. Fucking I don't still fish. don't. I still don't know if I know what scratch means when people say scratch golfer. I just went along with it. Yeah. Did you yeah. go along with it? Yeah. I don't know. All right. I don't know yeah. I've, I've been going along with it a long time. Full <laughs> disclosure. Every time somebody's Fuck like you. scratch golf, I'm like, yeah, he scratches. Yeah. <laughs> It's oh, like perfect. it's like a bowler that can bowl. Like, what's a good bowling score? You fucking know bowling, probably. Probably, th- I three hundred perfect. Three hundred, right? right? So, yeah. like, what's what's a good bowler? Two fifty, two sixty. We'll say that pros are like two eighty, two ninety. Also, don't know a whole lot about bowling, but we'll say that's good. <laughs> All right, so like, I'm in like the two fifty, two sixty range. So you're good. I'm a good golfer, yeah. but I'm fucking done. I'm done. Yeah, but where's the phrase like scratch come from? I have no idea. I don't know. That's a good point. You whip it up from scratch. What about from fishing moose? You just go scratch fisherman as Instagram. Yeah, I just went from, like, the fishing moose. I don't know. Moose is my nickname for a while. My uncle's nickname is Moose, (laughs) and he's, like, he's built like you. So is that where you got the nickname? That's pretty much it, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. And then I fucking did. Yeah. I, got, I got like seven hundred followers. I ain't caught a fucking fish yet. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, God. people are fighting for you, dude. It's the story. Yeah, man. Yeah. So you got to prolong it longer now. Oh yeah. Like if you got the jokes, one, it's the, gonna ruin it. <laughs> yeah, the joke. Like when you catch a fish, it's almost to the point. Like if you catch a fish, it's like gonna be terrible. Yeah, exactly. The suspense is gonna. Like be if on. it goes another week, you can never catch a fish. One yeah. thing we are good at for is sure. Instagram. Like we got a bunch of them. Like we have our we have a cabinet shop. We have our home building business we have a renovation business and like all those instagrams do well and i was like you know what let me just start one for the fishing and see if like i can't build it up and see which one takes off first that's the goal see which one explodes it's all about people liking you man yeah it's a story yeah Yeah, it's authentic it's just like people like the the person behind it exactly we we started out on instagram pretty commercial trying to be like just the business kind like just like showing like promoting the business yeah and the more the more it's about you the more, m- people, the more people actually care about it yeah and once you realize it's like not, not about selling at all it's more about like just be you people want to see you just being an idiot or you being whatever you are just honest yeah. which is half the time we're idiots so it's fine yeah, yeah. i mean that's fucking up all the time yeah when it's he hard just to fuck up a tattoo though can't fuck up tattoos that much no it's easy to fuck up yeah, a tattoo. Yeah, I was going to say it's okay, easy. Okay, it's easy to f- <laughs> Yeah. But you can't do it. Is what yeah, you're you saying. can't do it like yeah. Yeah, it's against yeah. the thing. It's against the rules. Yeah, probably that's probably not a good idea. How long does it take you to become proficient in like tattooing? 4 or 5 years? Five, like apprenticeship? I'd say 5 years. 5 years? Yeah, cuz like if I look back now, 20 years ago, I don't know how people pay me to do anything. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, you're, yeah. you're not good. I don't care what anyone thinks. In their first year that you're not good. There's right. no that's way. at anything you do. 
Yeah. People think they're going to pick it up right away. Yeah. You'll look more the part than you will actually be the part. Efficient. Like the person that um, you'll be, I mean, I don't know if you're an example, but somebody picks this up. They start fishing because they're, because uh, of this coronavirus. That's all they can do, right? Right. So they pick it up. They buy all the huck fishing clothing. They got the, the face protector. They got all the gear they got, but they still haven't caught a fish. It's kind of the this same guy. thing. This guy. I got There's one, nothing wrong with it. I got one huck shirt because yep. it came free. Because I bought a boat. There you go. Yeah, you, but you've only been fishing for, like, seriously fishing for two months. That's true. That's true. What got me into it was uh, my buddy has, a like, an offshore boat, like a center console down at the shore. Yep. And he took me out flounder fishing once, and I was like, fuck, this is sweet, like, jigging for flounder. Um, and then he took me out tuna fishing. And the first time I go tuna fishing, we caught, like, five or six tuna. And I was like, fuck. This is awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah. This is this is amazing. Second time we went out, it was so rough. Got completely seasick. Like it was like brutal. We had to turn around. It was so rough. It was like five, six foot seas and a thirty one footer. Not good. Um, been out a couple more times, but they just got a bunch of uh, swordfish shit, like the the electric reel. Yep. Because I guess swordfish they're at the bottom. Out, see, that's Deep. one thing I knew nothing about. Yeah, saltwater they, fishing, I, I couldn't tell you the first. They got to go then. like a, I don't know, a thousand feet down or whatever once they get to the Gulf, which and is then, crazy. And it takes like thirty to forty minutes to get your bait down. So they're like stitching the bait on, stitching the fish because if it comes off, like they have no idea if it comes off. Yeah, because once it gets down there, like it's yeah, down you're there. a thousand foot down. Yeah. You probably can't feel shit at yeah. that point until he comes up and, and swings his little sword around. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, fuck that, man. I don't fuck with fish that are bigger than me. <laughs> like, I never that's have, a fair, man. That, that's that's a fair yeah, story. I'm like, dude, I spend thousands of dollars on bass fishing, but I am not fucking with something that's bigger than me. Like, if people knew the size of muskie that were in Nakamixon, do you think they would swim there? Those motherfuckers have, like, I've called them 52, 54 inches. That's a big-ass fish. That's a fish. big fucking fish. And they got some big-ass teeth, And they got big-ass teeth. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm You'll see them on the fish finders. You're going, like, big-ass fucking exactly. suckers. You're like, it look like a spaghetti yeah. fucking string following along. They yeah. Sometimes they'll sit under the boat and just travel with you. Oh, shit. I had one last year. I was I was winding a spinnerbait back to the, slow, to the boat real slow, right? And it was coming out from under a bush. And I get it, I'm watching it, and I get it just up to the boat, and this fucking thing, like a submarine, comes up and smacks his head against the side of the boat. Scared the fuck out of me, dude. This, it came like 100 mile an hour out from under that yeah. bush. Tried to get Did that Did it take bait. the spinnerbait, or no, you got it up? No, didn't get it. it. Yeah. I got it up because I was like. You probably would have lost your reel if yeah, you weren't oh, set up for that. Dude, I would have just let him have it. Yeah. 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 Not playing that game. Well, you see the guys out there that are trolling for muskie? Well, yeah, see, like Kurt, this guy we know. He, you know Kurt Mann? You ever hear that guy? No. Right. no. So he's, he's been, so like, I don't know that much about fishing, but he's been talking about this musky fish <laughs> for like the whole summer, basically. The elusive musky. Yeah, like every weekend. He's like, this is the weekend. I'm going to catch that musky. And I'm like, I have no idea what he's talking about. So the other day I was like, how big is this fish, Kurt? And he's like, I don't know. And he said it was probably like 40 to 50 inches. Yeah. And I thought, I started walking away from him and I thought about that. I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Come back here. Like, is a fish that big in the water? Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah. And he's mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I'm like, all right, whatever. The man. guys that. There's Dude. a lot of them in there too, man. Yeah. Like I catch them more often than you would think you would. Like, they're you're not even trying. No, exactly. That's what that's what I always tell people. I'm like, if you want to catch a muskie, fuck that muskie fishing. Go bass fishing. You'll catch them. It's true, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. 
I'm telling you, it's yeah. it happens a lot more. They say the fish of a thousand casts for a muskie. Yeah. No, it's way more often than that. Yeah. You yeah. see the guys, like, they have these little, like, they have boats with enclosures on them and lights on them. They'll go troll all night long and just try to troll them. I didn't know you could fish out there 24-7. Yep. Yeah. When and where? At Knock and Mixon. I, we, really? we pulled our boat out. The first night I got it, I tried to break in the engine for a couple hours. With my brother-in-law just running around. We pulled in the boat, pulled it up. It was like pitch black out, and there's some dude just dropping in. I was like, I don't know if you can do that. He's like, oh, no, we can, oh, you fish all night. Yeah, there's guys out there that shoot carp. That looks like a lot of fun. With, uh, like, the bow? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, because uh-huh. there's a ton of them in there. They just have them big bright lights on them. Right. Go follow them around. I've seen that, where they take the bow and arrow, and they shoot fish. Yep. And I'll see that's some shit. That, yeah, you might want to do that. Yeah. You should try it, man. See if you can get somebody. I, I know a guy that, uh, that that does it pretty often. He's not from around here, but I bet it bet you he would come up here and fill some barrels up with them slimy-ass Where are they, like around bridges eaters. with catfish and stuff? No, they're just, they like eat, they're supposed to eat the grass. Yeah. So that was the purpose of them. But, like, they're not doing their job, so they're just... There's a lot of grass in Nakamura. Exactly. So they're just fat, grass. lazy, sloppy, and they just... <laughs> 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 they're like the, the neglected fish, like the fish no one wants, you know what I mean? They're, so they're like, they're like the little bum. Yeah. They're, you know, people, like, other fish fuck with them, and they're like, get the fuck out of my way. You know what I mean? Like, they're, yeah. they're the shit fish. There's catfish in there? There's catfish, big catfish. Yeah, though, that, I don't... My buddy goes catfishing underneath bridges in Norristown. I was like, I don't know, man. <laughs> Who's this? Uh, one of the John Lucy's like a builder, the Schuylkill. Yeah, They're, yeah. A buddy of mine, uh, he goes uh, to the Schuylkill, and they catch these flatheads that are like they look like river monsters. You ever yeah. seen that? Show? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like, and it's like, dude, I don't know if that'd be fun. Like, you fucking get that thing. That thing's massive, dude. The com- that comedian Theo Vaughn, yeah, that redneck dude. He he had some girl on his podcast that's like a renowned. She's pretty hot, but she's like a famous like hand fisherman. Oh and yeah, she, noodling. Noodling. Yeah. Yeah, shit. I forget what her name is, but they had her on. And I like I listened to the show, so like eventually I saw the show on YouTube and I was like, actually that girl's I thought she was some hillbilly chick. Like I was like, actually that chick's not bad looking. Yeah. That's probably how she got the show in the first place. Oh yeah, just she her Instagram account's like huge. Yeah. That's all she does is just fish. You see it noodles. all the time now. You see like Oh yeah, she has a nice nice power stroke truck, like all chromed out. Yeah. She's hand fishing. She's doing it for the gram, as they say. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she'll, like, show her bruises and stuff on her arm. I'm like, what the f- What are you guys doing now? Like, what, what, what is this sport? Like, I had no idea what noodling even was. Yeah, I, I don't know. I wouldn't do it. Are you going to uh, stick your hand in a rock, no. underneath a rock when you can't see shit? No. Oh, my God. I don't, I don't even... Know. Fuck that. No, I don't exactly. Know I no way. No, I ain't doing it either. Like a slimy I mud you, hole. I with shit that's bigger than me. And those catfish are... So that, They're yeah, she's, conc- she's either incredibly crazy or incredibly dumb. Or, or, or just grew up around it, like in Louisiana, and just a fuck it. That's yeah. what she did. You yeah. Know? I don't know. Did you grow up around here? Baltimore. Baltimore, yeah. Yeah, we, were, uh, we grew up on the Chesapeake Bay. Mm. So that's a, another fish factory out there. But I saw yeah. I was used to tidal water my whole life. So right. I never really fished lakes. Is that freshwater but tidal? It's brackish, so it's a mix between both. Gotcha. Um, but, the you know, your largemouth will stay up in the, the cleaner water that's not they can't live in a certain amount of salt. Right, so it's, it's getting fed from the little creeks. Exactly. And shit. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah, I just moved up uh, up here ten ten years ago, I guess now. <laughs> yeah, ten years ago. And Nakamixon, I never, dude, I was here for a couple of years and never even fished it. I 
I was fishing Green Lane all the time, spending a fortune because you either have to have a boat right on the lake or you got to rent one. Well, I was out like you know three times a week renting a boat for like a hundred dollars a day. Oh shit! Just to, Where, where's Green Lane at? It's up. Um, it's it's not far from Nakamixon. It's off of um, sixty sixty three. I think it is. Mm-hmm. Is that Green? You've never been to Green no, Lane Reservoir? No. Yeah, that's an. Can awesome you take place. your boat now up there? You can't. No. So the uh, rule so is you, had you to... have to leave it there. Oh shit! You know, and there's only like a certain amount of spots per year. So say they have a hundred spots per year, you got to get in first. Oh, it's like a it's like a private club almost. It, exactly. Oh, but fuck. it's loaded. Right. It's loaded. They say they're working yeah. on Naka Mixon hard with like the fishery trying to get it better and better and like all the structures and stuff they put in. I don't yeah. know how recent that stuff is, but watching some dude explain like all the stuff they've done to it. Yep. I don't know if they're trying to make it a better like tournament spot or what, but Well, so it's uh, I mean it's funny you mention that just because um they say that, but at the same time um as far as structure and putting that in there, they, they do they do great. But for the bass, they're not really doing anything. Mm. I mean, other than putting that structure in, which is old now, yeah. but they're taking and putting in millions and millions of muskie, which isn't going to help the situation at all. For the know? bass, for right. For the bass. There's millions of people that fish for bass and spend their money for bass, and only a handful of guys that fish for muskie. So they're stocking all these muskies, supplying the muskie guys, and then right after the bass spawn, they're killing the grass with chemicals. So, mm. like... I mean, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to figure it out, but bass need oxygen and uh, healthy grass to right. survive. So once you start doing that, it are just, the lily pads good for bass? Like, yeah, is that yeah. d- do the same kind of thing? Yep, put yeah. off. Yep, any kind of like vegetation is going to put off oxygen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So. There's a couple of good spots out there. I don't know. Killing the grass. There's a lot of gra- there is a lot of grass. There's a lot of healthy grass, like the good grass out there. Yeah, and that's part of your ecosystem. I yeah. mean, think about if someone were to come to your house, you're used to having a whole house and they come and cut it in half. Yeah. You're going to be like... Fish is like, what the fuck, Yeah, what man? the fuck do I do yeah. now? So it kind of throws things off for a little while, but they adapt to it. But, yeah. you know, it's just a shame that it has Do they to still happen. stock it with bass every year? Not at all. Oh, shit. Nope. They haven't done that for years. But I can tell you that um, that place is has way more bass than people think it does i the first one of the second days i went out and again my first few fishing trips i didn't know what i was doing like it was like a medium light rod with a little tiny like minnow on it just throwing it all day i'm not gonna catch anything (laughs) um with the canoe yep and i'm out there and like i'm asking about you might have heard this on the podcast but i was asking all these guys like hey man how you doing like what are you fishing with like just trying to learn yeah. i kept getting these smug looks like what the fuck's up with people yeah, out right? here? <laughs> i'm putting my boat i'm putting the canoe back in like dragging it up the rocks yeah all of a sudden all these boats come in i was like oh man there must be like a closing time i don't know what the fuck's going on the tournament it's a back. tournament yeah right yeah. there's 30 guys yeah 30 boats and all of them had five or six bass at people like or bag four. Limit. F- yep. four four or five whatever the bag limit was yep they all had them. They all had bass. Yep. Like just monsters. Like they four or five pounders, six pound, like mo- monsters. Yeah. I was like, oh, dude, there's definitely fucking fish in here. Yeah, there's a lot more than you. Basically, <laughs> I put it like this. Usually when I'm if I'm guiding somebody or taking them, you know, teaching somebody or whatever, and I'm out there and say, I'll say, how many th- fish do you think we've we've been around so far? And I'm like, I don't know. None. None of them are eating. I'm like, dude. We've probably passed over 50 to 100 bass just on this stretch and never even knew they were there. Because you'll see it because you'll know, like, when – so what they do is they – when bass feed, they come to an area and they they feed and they leave. Mm -hmm. So it's not like – so there could be bass that 
that are there all the time. They're just not feeding. But when they feed, you know, because you catch them. So if I go there one day and I catch three or four on a little stretch, and then I come back the next day and then catch three or four on the stretch, and they're all different fish, you're like, well, did that fish just – he didn't just come there overnight, you know what I mean? So they kind of use that deep – in my videos, always say you got to be close to deep water. And that's the reason why is because a lot of those bigger fish will suspend out in that deeper water, just hang out. You know, it's kind of like us just chilling on the couch. And then when they're ready to feed, they'll go up on that flat and they'll feed. And then they'll go right back out. So, so you're sitting catching between. them coming in and out. Yeah, exactly. There's some insane uh, inclines at yep. Naka Mixon where it'll go from like 40 feet deep to shoreline in a matter of 20 feet exactly it's like cliff line is that too steep for them so that's that's the type of shit that like if you want to catch biggins that's where they live that's that north end of the lake as you go from like tohican to haycock yeah up towards the bluffs yeah what's the bluffs was was that that, exactly what you just said okay yeah where it looks like it's like a fucking cliff yeah so underwater it's kind of like a stair step you know it comes down and then it comes out and then it comes down it's kind of like a and you see people they're like fucking five feet from the shore with their boat yep just like flipping flipping soft plastic into it's like how the fuck do they catch a fish when they're that close to the shore they're like from me to you from the bank just because they're at the they're at the bluff area kind of thing well, so when you're targeting those bluffs, they, they do the same thing. When they're going to feed, they come up on that shallowest part of the bluff. So there's a little ledge there. So if you point your boat perpendicular with the bank, then you're hitting that, you're throwing with the, staying in that strike zone the whole time. You mm. know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you're bringing it along that, that shallow flat the whole way. Whereas if your boat is facing the wall and you cast to it, you're only in that strike zone where they're feeding for a couple seconds. And then it drops way off. And then it drops way off. So your chances of catching them are much better if you're perpendicular. Mm. And you just drag it all the way down the ridge. Exactly. Yep, exactly. Genius. I'm going to get one. Dude, I'm getting – I'm sort of – I've watched hundreds and hundreds of hours of video um, at this point. It's stuff as far as, like, entertaining to educational. Yep. And I, I just feel like I'm almost there. Um, I, there's still like a lot of apprehension when I go out, like, all right, what do I tie on? Am I tying on the right thing? How long do I fish it? That's like the biggest question. Like how, at what point is my patience level? Do I need to switch what I'm doing? You know, am I fishing the right thing in the morning? But like spring, they spawn, yep. right? Yep. And they're fucking protective as balls, right? Yeah. Yes. So like if you throw near their nest, they're going to aggress. Is that right? Most yeah. of the time. Not all the time. There are times like I, I can tell, like if I throw one to one and I can, I'm looking at it. I can tell by his behavior on how he acts when I throw my bait if he's going to eat it or not. Like, if, gotcha. if they nose up to it and then they kind of back away from it, they'll, they're will they eventually going to eat it. You just got to piss them off enough. But if, like, you throw to them and they act like they don't have a care in the world and they just kind of, like, swim off and then yeah. come back, they, they're not going to have anything. And then after it. the spawn, they're fucking hungry as balls, right? Yeah. I mean, I can, I'll can. i tell you exactly how it happened. I mean, it's, it's pretty, pretty simple as far as, like, how – uh, the behavior of, of bass. So in your springtime, they're going to come shell. You're going to be fishing shell. From the time that, that the the water unfreezes, right. you're going to be fishing shallow. When I say shallow, you're 10 foot or less. Right. All right. So they're going to start spawning, and then they're going to spawn, and then they're going to protect the nest and protect the fry. So they're going to be up there for months. Right. right. And then, you know, your early summer, late summer comes along after they're done that. Then half of them will move out deep to deeper structure and half of them will stay where they're at because they don't some of them don't ever go deep. They'll stay shallow year round, even when it gets cold. out. Even, even when it gets cold or even when it's super hot. But just majority, they're, they're, they just don't know any better. Well, so they're they're cold blooded. So they're not like us. Like they can't tell there's a temperature change. Like mm-hmm. the only thing that happens is um, 
they're not going to be they're they're not going to be as hungry when it's super cold or when it's super warm because their metabolism slows down, right? So they become sluggish, but they're still going to be in you know they're still going to eat. They have to eat. Um, but so summer, some of them go out deep, some of them stay shallow, mm-hmm. um, and then you know generally they'll stay in the same areas that you catch them in the summer all summer long. Right. And then once that starts cooling down and you get into fall, they're going to repeat the same exact pattern that they did from the winter to the spring. They're going to go from their deep areas to their shallow areas. So fall, they're going to stay shallow relatively most of the time, all the time, really, until you get to the winter time. And in the winter time, they're going to start getting close to those deeper edges right. again. So and then they when they water. feed, they'll go back shallow. Exactly. Possibly. Yep. Yeah, I mean, last year I caught them in three foot or less all the way down till the water was 44 degrees. Oh, shit. I mean, you think 45 degrees, you're like, there ain't no way these fish are show. I'm fucking freezing. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But they're yeah. not the same. It's it's totally different. But I was definitely gung-ho thinking I was going to fish all the way through, like, you know, non-freezing lake. But being out there when it's 35 degrees and it's fucking windy, that's pretty cold. Yeah. It could, I just got to get the right gear, I guess. Yeah, you do. I mean, because, like, dress warm and hand warmers will be your best friend. Yeah. Like, when, you know, once you get down to dressing warm and, and being okay, because once you're cold, you're you can't think. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's yeah. terrible. And don't fall in for fuck's sake. Whatever you do. <laughs> don't you have to do you have to wear a life pres- like a, a vest after a certain period? How big's your boat? 17? Yeah, so you're good. You don't have to. Okay. Yeah, 16 foot or less you have to after November 1st, I think it is. Okay. It's yeah. Because if you fall in, you're probably not coming your back. Your chances out. of drowning are probably Or if you got a hole in your boat. Yeah, that, exactly. That, yeah. That right. whole foot's going to make it real different. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck that means. <laughs> <laughs> Some dude's like, that sounds good. I'll just check that bitch off. What was that? Wait, wait. With the 16 to 17 oh, foot. Oh, yeah, 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 I don't know why. I don't, I don't get it either. It's kind of like having a 20-horsepower limit versus a 30. Like, what the fuck's the difference? Is yeah, yeah at, that, at that rate, you're not really. Number, yeah. you know? They just want to, I was reading, up, they just want to limit personal watercraft and, like, jet boats. Which is awesome. Which is perfect. Yes. But those are like 60, 70, 80 horsepower. Like, they could at least let fishermen go up to like 40. Because then that would that would open up a lot of like... Dude, they, they make bass boats that are like really fast, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, dude, yeah. you should... You I should. knew this guy, and I didn't know really anything about bass boats, but this guy, Martin, had this like boat they called the Bumblebee. And he, I'm pretty sure this guy got divorced over bass fishing. Oh, like he sure. picked it up, like he picked, <laughs> dude. He picked it up, totally like he picked it. it up, like John did, like with some drinking buddies. Yeah. And then next thing you know, he had like a ninety thousand dollar boat, a renovation business down the drain. He was dipping out of work all the time to go bass fishing, was tournament fishing, oh, all yeah. every weekend fishing. Dude, and then I think his wife just stopped bringing lunch. It's extremely similar. To, <laughs> it is so similar to using drugs, man. It's like that's the reason I got into it. As a matter of fact, I mean. You know, I I was I had a pretty bad drug problem back in the day, and uh, and that was really kind of what saved my life, really, man. That, what like, bass fishing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so like it it fills that void that you need. Like, I don't I don't know if you guys have a personality like that, but some people are just like I have what, an addictive personality. Yeah, whatever they do, they have to go a hundred percent. And and there's no like you you're not going to suck at it no matter what because you're going to do what you do and you're going to spend every fucking hour of every day researching whatever it is you want to get better at yeah you know and it, I mean it's very similar it's it's extremely similar but if it wasn't for that I tell you what, it it wouldn't have been good it yeah it's good for me because it's when you go out there at 
6 a.m. or whatever and it's fucking dead calm it is the most relaxing thing and for me like with the high you know the stress level of work and everything it's just it's good to get out there yeah um i love it all man like even just yeah. getting up to setting the pot to watching yourself what time do you get up to go fishing like i'll, on I'll a, get like there a good... when it's sun up mm. yeah so like if it gets light out at 6 30 i'll get up at five or so yeah get out there when the sun comes up it's cool, man, because you watch like nature come alive. It's it's unreal. You start to hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it's it's very it's very calming. Yeah. Um, I can definitely see how your marriage could fucking struggle, but l- luckily my wife is used to me playing golf, which is also like a six seven hour day, um, couple of days a week. So hopefully, I, yeah, I got real lucky in that aspect too, because she the, knows she knows you know yeah. my past and everything. So it was like, well. I mean, what, what else, am I supposed yeah. to do? You know, like this is what makes you happy, and this is what. Uh, yeah, that's like kind of the benefit. Going. I tried. I, I was talking to one of my buddies, a younger guy, the other day, and um, has like a back and forth relationship. And I was like, "Look, man, like you don't like you haven't even like I said to him. I was like, you haven't even picked like a good hobby yet. Yeah. I was like, your wife's gonna have to like like your hobbies. Like you got to figure out what hobbies you like." And then find yourself a woman who's okay with those hobbies. Yeah, or at least. And he's like, sure. and, and he's like, and he's like, what the fuck are you saying? I was like, no, like thinking about it. I was like, I got real, like, real lucky how everything like fell together. But like, I pretty much have like free reign over my own life. Whereas, like, I look at some other people's relationships, and it's like they don't even make their own decisions. Like, yeah. you don't even choose what clothes you wear every day. Like, kind of shit. I like, have so many. So I, I'm like, you kind of have to like. I mean, you got to have healthy hobbies. You don't want to be like, out, I don't know, like what's it, like an axe thrower or something lame. You know, I would hate that if um, I was married to an axe thrower. Jesus, yeah. <laughs> like, like we gotta go to the hatchet place. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, fishing's a good one. It's anything fitness. Yeah, you know uh, what I'm saying. Something musical. There are problem. so many guys, and again, I live in like a neighborhood with lots or like half, like a quarter of an acre. And it's house, 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 house. And our neighborhood's great because our kids play outside with all the other kids. Yep. Like 30 fucking kids every day playing together, fighting, screaming, whatever. But one of the downfalls, well, there's a lot of downfalls. But what I see is like nobody has a fucking hobby. Guys need hobbies, And it's man. like, dude, you're going to do too, though. No, yeah, they I do. think that's important, too. Yeah. But... I, well, if they don't have they, hobbies, then they talk about each other. Or you're in they, some shit. Yeah. Because it's like, motherfucker, just, you're not going fishing because I'm not I, doing I, I hate everybody. I look yeah. at some of my... <laughs> exactly. I look at some of my neighbors, and they come home from work, and then they start, like, doing whatever. And maybe their hobbies spending time with their significant other, but... That's not a hobby. I don't We've think ruled that's that sustainable. Out. We've ruled that out. That's Does not that a hobby. Does that happen to you guys, too, though? Hmm. Like, what? not to cut you off, but do you ever get, like... Uh, and not, I'm not like talking shit. I'm just I'm talk just, your shit. Yeah. Talk, yeah. talk your yeah. shit. Talk your shit. <laughs> so I'm like, if uh, have you ever said to your wife or whatever you say, you really need a hobby. You know, like uh, it'll make me feel better if you have a hobby. And they'll say, well, no, I don't want to do this because I want to spend time with you. Uh, yeah, mm. no, I know what you're. I know what you're saying. That's never happened to me. Oh man, never mind. My my All wife. Right. If that's happened to you, I can see it happening to other people. Yeah, though. it ha- it happens a lot. But it's we're professional hobbyers. Awesome. We don't have kids. Okay. Oh yeah. So, so I got like, a ton of kids. Yeah. So we don't many, have kids. So kids we got? too too many to even name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's fucking awesome. It's a lot, man. I got, I got eight. 
Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. I know a buddy that's got eight. He yeah. just kept having them. And he yeah, he's going for a baseball team. Yeah, yeah, so, well, we're half a cheerleading team, however you want to look at it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, it's awesome. I don't take it. I not, really yeah. do not take it. Kids uh, are great. The only downfall is I would have had them all. Well, maybe I wouldn't have had them all with one woman because then she'd be. The fucking woman would be, be stressed. She'd be fucked up. Man. She'd be fucked up yeah. and she'd be like a. Angry yeah, all that's the like time. going to war and coming back. Yeah, like, exactly. It's like you give them the medals, but you know they're not okay anymore. <laughs> oh man, that is so fucking funny. Uh, yeah, that's exactly it. But but yeah, that so I you know I had some in a you know previous relationship. And how old your like how old your oldest and how old your youngest? Sixteen and two. Oh, fuck. All right, that's not that bad of a spread, though. Yeah. That's not no. that bad. Most of the boys love to fish, which is fucking awesome. Dude, so. I use that as an excuse. My wife is like, look, I'm going to take both the older kids out with me. Yeah. Since I don't know how to fucking fish, it ends up like they don't know how to fish either. Yeah. And it's fucking untangling, tying. Like, they're stuck in the tree. Got to go take the boat to get the, like, the fucking tackle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, it's fucking it's horrible. And I'm swearing. Yeah. I'm like, can't. I'm trying to figure out how to, like, tie, you know, a leader onto another line. I can't fucking get it because it's windy. I'm fucking cursing. My daughter's like, stop. Stop cursing. I'll tell you. I, <laughs> I can give you a perfect tip for this. You'll keep them busy, too. Yeah. Get, they'll have their All fishing right. rod. Take them out in the yard, right? Set yeah. a bucket wherever far you think they can't hit it. Yeah, and tell him if you can fucking hit that bucket with the lure three times in a row, then I'll let you go fishing. My son wanted to use a bait caster the other day. I was yeah. like, oh Jesus! Like, he's seven, and I was like, you're you're gonna fucking ruin it, son. Like, it one or two casts, that thing's gonna spool because the bait caster is the one where it's on top. Mm. You got to hold it with your thumb so it doesn't fucking spool. Yeah, that's what I had. Yep, and, and I, yeah, fucking, I got to untangle what I. He throws have. it, and like the first fucking cast, he's got a bird's nest. I can't figure out. I I ended up cutting it out. Yeah, I couldn't oh, yeah. find the did fucking you, end of the did line. Did you did you drop yours in the pot? Uh, what do you mean? You can so you can like um like heat up boiling water, and if you put that, you can like take that thing, like unscrew that thing with the thread on it, mm. and you can like shrink it onto it to help prevent that. that. I watched this whole thing onto it, and then I, I watched, get, what I did do is yeah, I, get, I didn't even did, know that. did you know that no. no so you take like you know how that thing screws off with the th- with the th- he's, with ta- the, he's uh, talking about the kid one with the thumb and oh, like the, oh the, the push button yeah the, where yeah, it has like the, the thing button. that swips over like oh that's so that's a spinning rod a spinner yeah. yeah am I talking about something else yeah, yeah all right well fuck me so what I did is I still I still want to hear it yeah no so you take you unscrew that yep and drop it in boiling water so you boil up a pot you probably don't want it boiling when you drop it in there but it's still hot gotcha you and the the um it'll shrink on there so when you pull it out it cools down and shrinks huh Hmm. i'm gonna have to try that now yeah because i tangled it up a bunch of times the first time i do legit the first time i went fishing we were like talking he's like i'm gonna get fishing i'm gonna get fishing i went out got a rod of dicks went fishing at the local pond show me your fucking tackle bro yeah these are my this is what i bought (laughs) this is what i bought Dude, they're, dude, they're crappie bait. Dude, man. shit, you not drop this thing into a pond. My wife's like, "All right, let's go fishing." I drop oh this thing into God. a pond. I pull out this little. What did I get? Bluegill, probably like, bluegill. Yeah, it was like he was like this big. Yeah. Nice. I man. caught that's him second fish, second drop. John can't even catch anything. That's that's what I. I, <laughs> could, I think I could catch like a, a bluegill or yeah, something sure. in. I could have with like a. Worm. I could have fed. My wife's always like, "Why don't you use live bait?" I was like, Hon, "It ain't about the live it's, bait." It's cheating, man. Don't, that's what I said. I was yeah. like, "They don't allow it in tournaments. You can't use fucking live bait." Good man. Yeah, that's exactly. It's a right. sport. You got to know the fuck. You got to figure it out. Why live bait's like easier? It's like not fishing. Yeah, it's it's considered 
like a so if you catch a state record and you catch it on live bait, it won't count. So if you oh, accidentally a catch a fucking state record and you're like, holy fuck, I just caught a giant fish, guess what? How do you file for a state record? Like if you can you like not in a tournament? Well, it could be, but like if so, if you catch one and you think it's a state record, then you got to call a certified scale master, which would be like anybody that can cert has a certified scale, and they'll come out to your boat. And they'll come out to it. Got to keep it alive and yeah. alive well. Yep. And you have to hook it in the mouth. It can't be like foul hooked. So if you see him in the water, you're driving by and you're just fucking exactly. Hook him. You can't do that. Yeah, we've all done it before. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there was a fucking bass. He was this big. <laughs> And he must have, like, hit his head or something. He was just, like, fucking sitting on the surface, and I've got my boat. I swear to God, I could have fucking reached out and just grabbed that Yeah, it was probably dying. It was, yeah, <laughs> it, was, it, it was not good. It wasn't moving. Yo, I was it like, kills a kill. Yeah. yeah. Something fucked was, it up, man. Yeah. You should have just put it in the boat and said you caught it. I know. Yeah. Fucking, like, hook him. Like, oh, check out my fucking fish. Oh, my. I did catch one bass, but it was in a pond, a yep. farm pond behind my house. Well, that counts. It's a bass. It, it does count. I caught him on some, uh, it was like a, sw a jig swim bait with a, Shiny thing, and I fucking caught him with a shiny thing <laughs> with a fucking spinner or <laughs> yeah. whatever they call it. Was, yeah. uh, and uh, it was like a willow one. And I brought it like I was a foot from the shore when he fucking grabbed it, like he was almost on shore. Scared the shit out of you, or you fucking scared come? the fuck out of yeah, me. And no, exactly. I saw him like as soon as I saw, him, I was like, Holy shit, yeah. I, I was already pulling the fucking lure up, and oh, he fucking so grabbed that it. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's he like basically jumped on the lure as it was coming out of the water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, Going up, <laughs> it counts, but it's like that that ruins it. Yeah, it was know? definitely an experience, yeah. But. That's like a buck basically like running at you and killing itself by running. So, into I, I, I compared the live bait to like what some of our buddies do with hunting where they fucking feed the deer uh, for four bait. fucking years on a pl on a plot yeah and if you don't if you need the deer for meat i 100 percent understand that right but you don't go be posting pictures about shooting a deer you just domesticated you it in. it's like it's <laughs> yeah. like it's like, it, it's like me going outside and shooting my fucking great day and be like oh check it out i caught this dog today. <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> like, i don't you know, know. I, mean? I don't know <laughs> I don't know. Hey, I'll, I'll go with it. That was pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that was. It's the same. Well, you it was domesticated. It's like you achieved your objective with that analogy. There, I, it's not hunting. It it's was just, brutal. It's, it's. I understand people that do that that need the meat, right? Yeah, this isn't well, Wu Wuhan, China. Fun. So let's just get this one thing straight. We're not eating dogs here. Yeah, nah. like, yeah. Like, yeah, no, we don't want to do that. I wonder if it, you're talking. To me. <laughs> <laughs> um. There, there's a giant buck running around my yard. We just moved to a house that's on five acres. Um, oh, that's nice. So we got, yeah, we got plenty of land, and uh, there's a giant one that keeps running through the yard every night. And I don't hunt, but right. it's fucking cool as shit to see him come and eat acorns every night. Yeah, dude. Try and get a picture of him. He's a trail cam out there. Yeah, yeah, I need to because he's a giant. Trip him. Yeah. Trip. <laughs> Snag him. Yeah, exactly. I'll try to just catch him like a, a rattle trip trap or something. Five acres, you might build it. five acres, you might be able to shoot in Bucks County. Yeah, yeah, we definitely could there. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Just gonna put up a little berm. My neighbor, did, well, not one of the customers that we built a house for. Yep. Um, he's he bought a land off of his buddy, and his buddy and him are next door. They just fucking push dirt up into a pile. Yep. Can have the sheriff come out. The sheriff's like, "Yep, it's good." Yeah. They just fucking firing away every night. Yeah, it says like the rules are pretty easy, man. It's like as long as you have a a backstop that's forty five degrees, so it's gonna stop anything from going yep. beyond the target. Yep. You know, basically you have to have a backstop and not carelessly shoot towards other people's houses. Yeah, the the sheriff said, like, remember, every bullet has a fucking attorney attached. Yeah. So if that shit gets off, yep. your land, 
you're probably going to get a call from yeah, someone's attorney. Ex- exactly. Just keep it on your land. Yeah, you know where all the attorneys are. Yeah, I mean that's like that's common sense. You would think, but some people are not as bright as others. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you go for that two hundred yard shot. You don't have your rifle. You know. Yeah, I don't think I'd be shooting in. off like AR fifteens in the backyard. Or they do. Like that. do. Oh, they, they really? do. Yeah, one hundred fifty yards, pop, pop, hitting yeah. them. You know, they have uh, the lead targets that you know when they hit like a gong. It, yeah, yep. ricochets it straight down. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome, man. That's what I do. Five acres, though. That's good. Yeah, we so we we were in Harleysville, and we had a. I mean, it was a little bit of land. It was enough to have a trampoline in the backyard and have them, you know, have fun. They could have fun. But the road, the main road, was right in front of us. So, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you're a kid, you tell them to stay the fuck away from the road. What do they do? The first go thing the they road. do is go in the road. Well, now you can't go in the fucking road. It's like you're going to be out of breath by the time you get down the hill. So it's <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, it works out good, man. And I, where's your tattoo shop at? At Percocy. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Black Cat Collective. All right. Yeah. It's right there on uh, Walnut Street, mm-hmm. um, right in the heart of town. And all of us have been together for a long time. So That's your shop? or It's not. No. Mm-hmm. So it's a collective. Um, it's called Black Cat Collective because so we worked at another shop together, all of us, and the, the owner w- wasn't doing so hot and nobody was, was getting paid. So we were like, well. We had to get out of here, but at the same time, like, we don't want to leave the area because all of our clientele is here. Right. So three of the people got together that had the most money at the time, and they said, well, we'll put in the money and have it as a collective uh, ownership. And gotcha. so we, we all moved a, a mile down the street from where that one was, and it eventually closed down, and now we have this oh, that's good. awesome business that's thriving. So you guys have been, like, five or six freelancers in there just kind of? Yeah, so there's yeah nice. four, five full time tattoo artists, a full time piercer, um, and then the owner and her husband, um, he tattoos and she like does all the uh, responsibilities as far as like ordering supplies and and whatnot. She basically does a lot of shit for a little bit of money, so yeah. she she takes care of everything. But uh, and they're smart. No one touches the money. The money stays in the account. Uh, no one uses it. It's it builds up. So when we had that three months. Of having to right. not be at work, we were fine. So right. it works out good. It's not too often you can find three people to own a business that one of them won't fucking touch the shit and ruin it for everybody else. Yeah, but it, it it's worked out good for us. So yeah, and that's the one thing about businesses when you have multiple people writing checks out of an account, it becomes a problem. Yeah, right. Because then if you have like one person that's responsible for it. Is like if something's wrong, it's like it's that person. Exactly. Right? It's not like oh, uh, like he wrote a check. I don't really like, you know, like have. That, a- yeah, we like. I mean, I don't even explain it to most people. I'm just like, this is how it is. But that's how we do it here. We only have one person writing checks. Yeah. For the whole company, just because like there's no like people will be like, oh, let me get a check from you. Like don't don't you don't you own it? I'll be like, yeah. Yeah, and I, can I don't write, write the checks, checks. and exactly. you can write, and I don't write right? the checks. Well, so and, and <laughs> like, fuck off. Like, I think that's common with businesses though, because yeah. the same thing there. Like, even though there's three owners, there's one that writes the check. That's it. That's oh, her it's job. Just like not, I mean? like, yeah, it's such a. Do you think you guys could weather another fucking three months? Without a doubt, there's could, no question. That's, well, that's good. Yeah, but the problem is, is right now they're in the the process of buying the building, so it's no more renting. It's it'll be done. Yeah. So that's a large number of income that's in the account right now that if we did have to go through another one it's like do we buy the building or do we weather right. the storm first right you see what i'm saying um, i don't think they can shut it down again the fucking just coming up with i it. i wouldn't i would just keep 
I mean, I maybe not tattoo in the shop, but like you could st- you could make any location sterile. Oh, I'm I'm gonna do it 100. Yeah, yeah tattoo could. shops got to be the most sterile fucking place you go to. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, especially there too. Everyone's you know every year is bloodborne pathogen certified. Like they don't yeah. they don't fuck around. It's no, no rinky dink no. shit. You know what I mean? It's pretty easy to identify like a a shitty tattoo shop. Actually, you know what? I straight lied to you guys. I haven't been tattooed by the same. I'm like, the maj- <laughs> I because because I have like the whole vacation tattoo thing. Oh fuck! So like I have like a I have a, I have tattoos from people like all over the place. Yeah, that's kind of how I am too. So like, well, you made that whole story up, but it was good because no, terrible. like I just didn't think, and then I'm like thinking to myself, I'm like, well, and then I'm like, oh shit, I've been tattooed in this is state. This sword, this, is like, a sword a, a is that a vacation tattoo? Uh, infantry sword. Mm. Mm. You got some little ones there too. You got one on. The yeah, I got the fucking space shuttle. Sweet. We got the uh, the the funniest vacation tattoo story was um we got the um the state tree. We were in Colorado, I think, and we got the <laughs> this this evergreen tree tattoo, and <laughs> we were like out drinking, and I was like, you know what? Like the the state tree of Colorado is like the blue ash or something like that, or the whatever, or blue evergreen some tree right i'm like oh we should have got that tree and like ariel turns to me and she's like you fucking idiot that's what we got like what show do you think i'm running here like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> and God. i was like oh okay cool i'm glad i came along <laughs> like, yeah. glad i had that idea about fucking three hours too late but uh yeah i'm glad you do you glad glad you're watching now uh, that's, that's fun. funny dude. she's like yeah pay the bill <laughs> nice that's yeah nice. so vacation tattoos uh i mean it's not for everybody. Yeah, as long, I mean, you know what to look for, though. Yeah, you got. There's be some. There, dude, there's some tattoo shops out there, man. Yeah. Well, that's the that's the tough part of too. Like, that's a good thing about us is that we're in a location where there's not a million other ones. Mm, because right. I've also worked in that, and that's like you're fighting nail and tooth for every dollar you make. Yeah, and you're putting like the sixty dollar tattoos on Sunday mornings before eleven brunch yeah. tattoos mimosas you gotta do like that gimmicky tattoo shop yeah i like i mean when you're younger i was all i would always like save my money for it or have money set aside for that or whatever um but like you see those people that'll just like get together like oh I just gotta get five hundred dollars together to get this tattoo and I'm like you don't want to be in a position to like like you want like you like i buy art too now yeah like as an adult um and it's like kind of like the same thing like you kind of like you want something specific but it's got to be like the artist kind of like it's kind of it's weird it's like collecting guns yeah like exactly you, you want it to look at you you know what i mean like some people just buy guns because that they like what they are and they yeah they like showing them <clears throat> off you know what i mean but same thing with the with the painting if if you you know if that's what you're into yeah it's i mean like i don't want like my painting doesn't need to please you yeah but it's going to be like legit yeah exactly yeah, gu- guns you know? once you fill the function of what you need guns for like you need a gun for close quarter you need a gun for long range you need a gun for like mass self defense you, you know you like you need a ver- <laughs> but once you fulfill <laughs> the functions of guns now you're just collecting. Well, right? you'll notice real soon that you need it for fishing too. You're gonna notice you need one for flipping. You need one for spinner bait. You need one for a Dude, rattle I, trap. You I, need I have one for five rods now. You need one for a crank bait. And yeah, he was telling me the other day. The problem is, I have three medium medium heavies, which I, is perfect I, though. Like yeah. that's that's perfectly fine. Right. That's it. I don't own an, a, a rod that's less than a medium heavy. If it makes you feel any better, that that does. I was gonna get a medium, like a long medium, yeah. for like. 
I guess, for uh, jigging or whatever. But. Well, for a jig, you still want a stiffer rod. Right. So if you're going to use a medium for anything, it would be like a deep dive and crankbait. Gotcha. So I have a medium light. Treble bait. A medium holes. light for like a lipless crank crankbait. Yeah. So that would it work. does okay. It vibrates a lot, but I think it I think it does the trick. Yeah. Yeah. So that would that would definitely work. And then I got my son an ultralight one. That boy was out of fucking mistake. It's like a whipper. He'll yeah. fucking whip your ass with yeah. it. Yeah. I give that one. You should have got him like the Shamu rod. I give that one that's to my what, daughter. That's what my kids got, man. Yeah, that's what that's what my first no, fishing Ethan, rod Ethan's was. got the braided line on the bait caster. He's got that. He can cast that. Yeah, that's it, my twelve year old's like that. He's he can flip and pitch and yeah. and, and fish good. But yeah, the younger ones are hard to yeah. You, like you said, you give it to him, and the next thing you know, you're spooled you, up. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I gave him one with fluorocarbon, which was a bad idea. Yeah, that's definitely so. A bad so idea. I switched it. I was like, all right, well, you take so that's the that's the fluor it's, it's like a yeah. it's, it it also sinks. But it's very thin, mm. right? Like, it's super thin. And so, like, that – and it's also, like, it's a little stiffer, I think, than mono. It has it has no resistance. So, like, right. it, it doesn't – it has very little memory. So right, right. It, it, and it also sinks. And it's and it's virtually uh, – I sound like a fucking ad. It's virtually uh, indivisible, oh, invisible underwater. So you can't see it. The fish can't see it. Not that they've told me before, like, yo, I can see your braid. You know, like – who the fuck knows? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who knows if they can see it or not? But anyway, <laughs> that's what they sell it on. So yeah. it's expensive too. So like, if his kid just fuck, fucked up a spool of line, you're talking twenty five bucks or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it's not cheap. But yeah, I was going to ask you too. You use you use a lot of soft plastics and stuff. Uh, I can't. I do okay with like a drop shot rigging. Yep. But I don't. I just got to work on like make sure I tie that thing right. Yeah. Um. I guess I've I've tried the torpedo weight on like a Texas hook. Yep. For like a like a bandito bug or something like that. Yeah. Um. <laughs> I just don't know exactly like when to fish it. If I was using soft plastics, I usually use like a, a football jig or some sort of jig with like with because, it on the back of it because there's a ton of fucking weeds. Yeah. But I guess I could do that with a. With the with the Texas rig with the fucking torpedo, wing. yeah. Either a Texas rig or a drop shot is like you have to fish it. Just you're gonna catch more fish. But there's a local guy, um, a friend of mine that that makes baits around here, and like he'll specifically. Is it Yanni? No, 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 no. I I, I thought you knew him. I Dude, don't. I don't he, know who that is. He hit me up. He works for our insurance company. Okay. Wait, wait, wait. A guy named Yanni yeah, so, hit so, you up and so you didn't he consult me? <laughs> First off, Yanni, we don't like so he tread lightly. No, so he calls me. He's like my JR JR insurance guy calls me. He's like, yo, man, my guy Yanni in the office, he's a huge bass fisherman. He'll fucking he's got a tackle shop. Yeah. He'll set you up. I was like, Oh, sweet. <laughs> so I start texting this fucking guy. Yeah. And like we're texting back and forth, talking about all sorts of shit. He's like, "Yeah, man, there's a guy down at Naka Mixon, and uh, he goes by Scar Fishing. Like, you should you should hit him up." I was like, "Oh, sweet." He like, messaged me right after I, you. And did. I was like, "That's I, why I, I already knew been, him. Like, I already got him scheduled for the podcast." But like, mm. and uh, and then like he goes to tell me he's a tackle. He has a tackle shop, but really, what he fucking wanted is he wants work done in the tackle shop. He wants electric done. Okay. He wants some fucking other stuff done. Oh, I thought you were saying he wanted to like. Meet this guy. No, he, well, he, he, he probably does. He too. made it Me, sound like yeah. he, you like because John was telling me you like you have like a fo- like a pretty decent following. Yeah, yeah, I, I I do, but like that's what that's why I I was under the impression that that you did because I'm yeah. like it, it 
Is he like part? Well, I don't understand yeah. what the fuck's going on right yeah, now. Yeah, I didn't you know either. I mean? Yanni needs some things from and us. And so I messaged him. I was like, yo, this guy, like, Yanni said he knows you. And they're like, and then I asked Yanni, he's like, oh, no, I don't actually know him, but I know he fishes out there. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, he messages me every I'm now, like an and, idiot, now and again. But, but <laughs> he's, he's got a bait shot in East Norton, though. Yeah, that's what he was telling me. I, I have a, I have guys for a lot of that stuff, and I and, and they're loyal to me, so I'm loyal to them. That's yeah. the, So I was getting ready to tell you, the guy – the, the name of his company is alphafishingbaits.com, right? And he's yeah. fairly new. But so the dude, he had money and he started started this business. And I've had, he he's given me like the, the pleasure really. I mean, or just the, the I, don't, I don't even know what to call it. It's awesome. But anyway, he sends me some baits. I'll test them out for him. Right. I'll tell him what I want to tweak about it or what I don't like about it. Or, or if he sends them to you and you buy them and you say, I don't like this or I don't like that. Dude, he will do whatever he does he does or has to do to be able to change that bait to be able to do what you want it to do. Yeah. So that's what what I was trying to tell you. If you fish soft plastics, he's he's a, a good dude to see. Uh, I to can know. understand that level of detail because that level of focus. So like if I was golfing, that's the only other like thing I've conquered. Yeah. Is like I could tell you exactly like how the ball's reacting off of the grooves on the blade. Like I could get into detail. So exactly. if someone gave me a ball, I could be like Look, like it doesn't do good here. It does well here. Like, can you tweak this and that to have? I, you know, I know fishing is that detail. Yep. Because you, you, you know, you look at guys and like when I get in the zone of golfing, everything slows down. Everything's at peace. Yeah. Like you can, you can feel your swing. You can feel and you can see impact with your eyes. Like you can really see what's going on. And they say like in fishing, like when you're focused and hyper focused, you just like know it. It just hits you like this is the spot I'm gonna catch it. Yep. And you just slow down, and you like that's when you go. Yeah, well, so can't fucking wait for that feeling. When you're talking about that, a, a perfect example to to ha- how much detail matters just happened uh, two two weeks ago or so. Me and a a buddy of mine were out, and there was like a same thing as you saw. So you saw a twelve incher that's kind of like just swimming around, yeah. right? So I I'm like, is that a fucking rock? Like I was that shallow to where I could see him. And I'm like, dude, that's like a five, six pounder right there, just sitting there. Like he was facing away from us, so he couldn't necessarily see us. Yeah. But he, I mean, he's sitting there, and so I, I had a heavy weight on because I was punching mats. I don't know if you know what that is, but <clears throat> you take a real heavy weight and you throw it in the grass mat, and the mat makes a canopy, so like they're underneath of it's completely hollow. Oh, so okay. it's a perfect place for them to sit and ambush bait or whatever. Right. You, you, so you want to get through that. You want to get through it, and then they react to it. So when it goes through, the weight comes so fast. That they're either going to get the fuck out of the way or they're going to eat it, right? One of two what is it, like a half ounce or whatever? An thing? ounce, an ounce. Yeah, oh, so fuck. it's a it's a heavy weight, right? Well, that's all. That's what I had tied on at the time, and I'm I'm looking at this fish that's not even in the grass. So I I had one of those baits um, that that he had given me or that um, Alpha baits have given me, and then I this one had no salt at all. So his first batch he sent me had no salt. Then the second batch had salt. Mm-hmm. Now what the salt's going to do is the salt's going to make the bait fall a little bit faster than not salt okay? okay so i threw it in front of him the first time and the fish just kind of like kicks his body and moves out of the way the guy the guy in the back of the boat throws it same thing kicks it and gets out of the way fish still doesn't know we're there right. so i grabbed that one with salt change it on first flip fucking gills flare and he just sucks it down dude just like that it's like now so, now so, i don't know so whether it's a small tweak just such a small tweak but yeah. I, but the thing you'll never know is was it really the bait change or did i just piss him off on the third time 
Right. You see what I'm saying? But I feel like when I tie some of the baits on or, like, I, I, I rig them on, I feel like sometimes, like, the fish looks like, like, oh, dude, that's a retard. I'm not eating that fucking one. Yeah, exactly. Like, look at how this guy tied this thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just, I got to get, I got to get there. I'm all, I, I'm almost there. I, I, I'm telling, dude, now, so the fall probably, I mean, you can come out with me if you want to. It's, you're going to do a lot of fishing for a little bit of fish. You know what I mean? Like I'm okay with that. Yeah, so right now... You're gonna catch three or four, maybe five a day, but they're gonna they're gonna be giants. I'd feel like I was in fucking heaven. So that <laughs> he, he was like waiting for the invite. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm I, amazed he like didn't just jump out and run out of the room. He's yeah. like, I'm gonna catch something. No, I'll, <laughs> I'll I'll get you on them, but 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 the thing is, like like I said, it, this time of year, especially with it getting cold now and it's yeah. in the lower fifties, I wouldn't expect a whole lot. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fairly warm this weekend. Yeah, so that'll help. And I noticed that one weekend it was warm. The water temperature went back up. Yep. And then when I fished last weekend, it got down to like 54, 53-ish. And I yeah. bet now it's probably like 50. Yeah. Yeah, it was 53 the last time I went out. But it's supposed to be warm Thursday, like tomorrow and Friday. Yep. <clears throat> so I wonder what that's going to do. And If it warms up warm Thursday like and what? Friday, the nights are going to are what's more important. Right. So if the low at night gets down to 20... Yeah, it's, it's. I don't. I think we're done with that this week. Yeah. So yeah. if we're done with that, and then the lows start getting up to the forties or thirties, high thirties, yeah. then it'll start, you know, picking up again early in the day. Um, yeah. So but, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to go out Saturday and Sunday. Yeah, you got high sixty both Friday, Saturday, high fifty five on Sunday. Yeah, What's so, the low? So that'll help out a lot. Thirty seven, forty two, forty four. Yeah, that's not bad. Maybe Sunday's the day. If yeah. It's a little overcast. Overca- Holy shit! Through. Tomorrow's gonna be twenty seven at night. Yeah, oh, shit, that's I cool. saw that. It's going down. Yeah. Dude, I fucking, dude, I didn't tell you. I, I walked out on the dock the other day. It was a Saturday. You slipped his on fucking your ice. Ass. It was ice. <laughs> I was the only one out there. Yeah. I fucking stepped on it and went boom. You just right ate it? fucking oh, yeah. down. Oh, dude, it was so fucking slippery. <laughs> yeah, and, and the only reason why I'm laughing is because it's happened to everybody, dude. That, that dock is so fucking like, slippery. I it's finally, like an ice skating rink, man. I finally pushed my boat hard enough. Where I didn't have to push it again. Like, I was, yeah, because I've, I've now launched a boat five times on my own. I think I'm like almost there. Yep. But like, I keep making the mistake of not pushing it hard enough. And so then I have to go in the fucking water and push it. Yeah. I didn't, and I was all excited. I'm walking like confident as fuck. I hit the dock and boom, right down. Yeah. Dude, gone. <laughs> oh, man. It, <laughs> I wish there was great. a camera for every time it happened. Dude, I you know it happens every oh, day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I should put my fucking camera like on the back of the truck as I launch that boat because yeah, something's gonna happen. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> the side of my boat, brand new boat's all like fucking. That dock has no bumpers and shit on it. It's all like scratched up on the side. Fucking idiot. Did you ever it's, see the uh, video of when I went to pull the trolling motor cord and the cord snapped and I fell no. all the way back into the back of the boat? And oh fuck! Because you're like fucking cup. yanking it. Yeah. So I was I went to yank it and I was leaning back, and it and it when I went to pull the cable snapped. Yeah. So all that momentum, and I, like, rolled back into the boat, like, half retarded. <laughs> my feet, like, kicked up in the air, and I threw my coffee cup. That, so, dude, yeah, that's yeah. what I did in the canoe. <laughs> if my kids would have been there, like, they would have died. Yeah. I would have landed, you know, fucking 300 pounds, boom, right on them. Like, gone. Yeah. Wheelchair for life. Wheelchair yeah. for life for Ethan. Yeah. He sits in the middle. Addison sits up front. That would probably been the end of your fishing career. Oh, yeah. My <laughs> wife would have been like, no. Yeah, I, that's how a divorce that, leads how, to fishing. That's how, yeah. that's how <laughs> I, like, <laughs> it's how I got her to, like, I worked the angle with the boat. I was like, you know, it's, the canoe is good, but, like, it's a little dangerous. Yeah. 
And if the trolling and motor dies and we're stuck all the way on the other side, like, because people are listening to this being like, I can't believe he's saying this out on the podcast. She doesn't she, listen. She, don't she doesn't listen. listen. <laughs> <laughs> she got three kids, two dogs, and a cat at home. Like, <laughs> she ain't listening. Yeah. She has time for po- this. This nonsense. It might just happen that this one time she, yeah, yeah, yeah. she goes to watch and listen to it. Yeah, nobody fun. snitch him out. Yeah. yeah, if you're listening, don't snitch us out, fuckers. Oh. Yeah, he's already got the boot. He's won. Somebody so what do you use for, like, fish fish uh, finder shit? Uh, Electronics, I guess. I have a Lowrance 12 up front. I use That's the, a big guy, right? Yeah, yeah, the TI. Um, the, so the, they have a, the lower models, and then they have, like, the highest grade model you can buy is, well, now they have the HDS Live, mm-hmm. um, which, I mean, I, I just can't justify spending $3,000 for it. Right and and the the uh, the TI version that I have I have two of them I have twelve up front and a nine in the back, um, for what it does like there's not that much of a difference between that one and the, which was seventeen hundred dollars which is expensive right. enough as it is yeah versus spending the extra thirteen hundred bucks for the high. I have a hook four yeah so that's that's the, like the starter range I got the starter guy yeah. came with the boat but I tell you what. If you don't start with something like that, learning from that, it's yeah. going to get real confusing real fast. Yeah, no, I mean, yours probably has, like, the side scan and yes. the 3D imaging. Like, you can see the how the bottom of the lake contours and yep. all that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. And I, But I'll tell you what, the first five years I fished there, I never had maps. I never had graphs. You just learned. That's I what I'm saying. Like, yeah. you should really learn. Yep, before you do that. Before you do that. Yeah, yeah that's, that. I mean, that's why it's kind of so the like path I, that you haven't caught a fish has led you down the path. Like, if you caught a fish the first time you went out, you would have been like, oh, that's how you catch fish. Yeah. And you wouldn't have watched all that stuff. So, like, the back of the boat, I got the transponder, what they call it. Transducer? So, transducer. So, yep. I'm only getting 2D imaging out that way. So, that by the time I see the fish on the fish finder, I've already fucking passed them. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> but what it does help with is depth. Yeah. Like, me understanding. And temperature. And, temperature and me yep. understanding, like, the, the fucking lake. Yeah, so that's what I, I mean, if I were to give you uh, or anyone listening a handful of tips of what I would do, that it, there's so many people that are worried about electronics and their gear and this right. and that. Like, I wouldn't even be fucking worried about that. Like, I yeah. could still go out and catch the same fish I'm catching without all that shit and just have a push-button fucking rod. Like, right. it's more about learning to know, like, the just the element of fishing or the sport of fishing than it is like you don't need all this expensive shit yeah dude that's exactly with golf like i could take andrew's clubs over there which are like top flight pieces of shit yeah i could go out there and womp somebody on a golf course exactly it's the same fucking thing yeah it's the Um, basics you know how to do it and it's like it comes natural that's what happens the more you you spend time on the water the more you start developing this knack that's like almost like you belong there it's like I don't, I don't want to say you're one with the fish, but it's fucking like yeah, you understand. Yeah, you understand what's going on. Like um, I, I bought a Saint Croix rod. I was like one of the like I bought that with the Shimano. I was like, oh geez, that was a mistake. This thing is far beyond my performance capabilities. So then I just went like with the rod, real combos you could get at like Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, like the cheap ones, like the seventy dollar ones, the eighty dollar ones. Yeah, I mean, there, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. you, you can still do the same things. You're you're gonna get more comfortability out of. Or longevity out of a, a, a more expensive combo. But I have a, I mean, I have a reel that was 450 bucks, and I'll fucking never do it again. Right. Because from that to my normal $150 yeah. rods, uh, reels, which are still expensive. Sure. I, I, there's not a bit of difference. Right. It's smoother. But is that worth 300 more dollars? No. Maybe if you're sponsored on like. Yeah, you get the shit for the free. The Bassmaster exactly. Elite Tour. That's what people forget. You know, yeah. they're like, oh, well, Kevin Van Dam has a fucking $4,000 um, uh, 
fish finder up front. That's what I need, and I'll be able to catch fish like him. No. Dude, it don't fucking work like that. Yeah, yeah. Learn how to fish first. Worry about, you know, getting to the next level next. Right. You got to walk before you can crawl before you can walk. Yeah. You know? I want to do that. I want to take my boat 20 horsepower. <clears throat> it gets on plane. Yep. Um, With myself or, like, with the kids better. Yeah. But if I have an adult with me, I got to, like, they got to sit a little more up front, and then it'll get up. It goes 18 miles an hour. Shit, dude. I wouldn't be complaining about that at all. I'm not. That's the thing. Like, Mine's fully loaded and small. It doesn't have a console or anything. It's a foot smaller with five horsepower extra. Yeah. What'd you do? Like increase the, you just did the thing? Yeah. Just, yeah. I should have done that. <laughs> it's you like know, a movie old school. It's, it's like but, not but, exactly street legal. Yeah, but exactly. But <laughs> but it still only does 21 with just me. Yeah. So you're getting 18 with a foot more fucking boat and five yeah. less horsepower. Yeah. I think it's just the way the hull is and like maybe because it's newer. I, I don't it's know. It's a big boat, man. It, That's a 17 foot boat. That's dude, a big boat. I'm very happy with it. Yeah. I was going to go with the bigger model, but then once I realized it's like the 20 horse that I'm just. The one I was going in there to buy it. Yep. And I'm reading the last like bit of like reviews and stuff, and like I see this thing about the like, guys like I never get on plane. Yeah. Like, dude, I don't want to be that asshole pushing water at, like six miles an hour, taking forever. Like, I got it at least because I, I want to take this boat to other lakes. Like, if I take it to Wall what Walla Walla Pack. Yeah, whatever it's called. Whatever the fuck that lake's Wall called. Pack. Well, want a Palm Pack. Yep. Um, Dude, that sounded so good. Do it again. I know. Want a want a palm pack? Yeah. But I'll I'll <laughs> never I'll never get around that fucking lake. Want a motherfucking palm? Pack. <laughs> uh, no, but eighteen mile, you will, man. I mean, that's yeah. you got to go slow, but that'll make you slow down and really learn an area anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that. I didn't have a motor at all when I first started fishing here. I was right. doing it strictly with a trolling motor, and I knew every fucking rock I could possibly find in that general area where I could get to. Um, before I had a motor, so it's going to help. I know every rock I lost a lure on. Yeah, exactly. I know where that fucking lure is. Yeah. i go down and get it one day. I know. I always said that. If I could scuba dive, I'd be rich. You can fucking <laughs> see how many lures down there, dude? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. I spent one time, I got this fucking swim bait stuck on a, I don't know what the, what happened was I spooled it, fucking fixing the spool. The swim bait sunk to the bottom. I went to go reel it. It's stuck in a tree. Yep. I take my canoe, which wasn't very mo- maneuverable. I fucking went around it like nine times trying to get this fucking thing loose. Couldn't do it. <laughs> yep. It's, uh, it's <laughs> after the first time tugging, I probably would have just pulled it off. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but you wanted right. that bitch back. I wanted that bitch back. I didn't have yeah. another one. It's not like I had an inventory of yeah. like this fucking what I needed. There's little tricks to it, too. You'll start to learn, like, when you're hung up, how to get it out. Right. Yeah. I saw one dude, like, snapping the line. Yeah. That's one of them. Like, yep. just a quick snap. Yeah. So it, like, brings it and then it. It kind of slingshots it off of whatever it's hung on. But when it's hung good, it's hung good. It ain't, you know, there's nothing you can do to get it out. It's like Um, a hanging Chad. You know what I mean? Fuck. Speaking of YouTube, too, man, I, uh, dude, I I haven't been on there in three months. Shit's been, there's been so much shit going on. It's, I don't know how you guys keep up with this, man. Like, your podcast, you stay on it consistently. Like, that's one. Fucking force fed on social media by it, I think. That's one of the hardest things I struggle with because I'm like, yeah, I'll put some information out there, but then the next time I go out there, I see every fucking person on the lake doing it, and it pisses me off. But at right. the same time, I'm like, I want to be able to help people. Yeah. But I don't want them to take advantage of it. It's like a win. It's kind of oh, like a lose-lose yeah. lose situation. You know what I mean? Like, But I think like what you said, and I learned this with golf, no matter how much I teach someone golf, they still ain't going to do it. Yeah, they still have to learn how no to matter what. And the problem is the term Guggen comes in when they you're fucking fishing. 
and like people are following you around they just like roll up on you and scare all the bass away and you're like well thanks motherfucker yeah like, exactly the one yeah. thing with that lake that I have noticed that on a busy day, yep, there could be four boats in the same fucking cove, and you're like, dude, nobody's catching shit. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> yeah, it's it got bad this year. It was, you know, which is a good thing and a bad thing. I want people to be the, the whole purpose of it is to to get more people fishing, yeah. particularly kids or younger people yeah. to keep them out of trouble. But then you get you know every asshole and their fucking brother and cousin and come down from new york it's fucking because their shit's closed down and then right. the next thing you know there's a it's gonna happen again exactly it's just i mess. saw your one post it was like someone kicked over the sign that said the lake was closed oh did you see that i can't believe they closed the lake like, they closed the lake it lasted for a week yeah. yeah i saw some fucking lady out there canoeing with the when fucking recently mat. it was during the like fucking news, april or whatever news scare where the media was making everybody all panic and shit. what like this yeah like the last beginning, time uh the the like, april, time. like april like okay. april yeah yep I was like this. I was no, like, I saw some lady the other weekend, fucking middle of the fucking lake with a fucking mask on. She's, oh, she's fucking Christ. in a kayak, kayaking. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? Did you forget to take it off? God, I don't I know. Don't, yeah, that's like a whole wormhole, dude. Yeah, we go down it a lot. I know. I listened to some of it, and I, I agree with 99.9% uh, .9 of everything you say. So, um, I'm, gonna, I'm curious way. to see how people react this time. Because it's if, just going to be more if the divisive. Shut, if the shutdown worked, why are we having a shutdown? And if it didn't work, why are we having a fucking shutdown? Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, it, but really, I mean, it's they're just saying, I believe that they're just trying to get away with as much as they can get away with. And as long as people are fucking doing it, then they're just going to keep taking advantage of it. Because, like, if, if not any, if people continue to do what they're asking you to do or telling you to do. It's a powerful thing. It's a powerful thing. You're never going it's, to, it's a never-ending situation. Yeah. yeah so. The more, the more that people listen, the more that. Power it gives it them. It just really. empowers them. Yeah, exactly. Now, maybe they, I don't know. It's just. <clears throat> Cheap. Sheeple. It's yeah, a sheep. Man. That's all it is. Yeah. It's just a bunch of sheep. You go into Philly, like they mandated a mask thing. And they go into, like, you go into Philly today, people are driving with masks in the car again. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, no thanks. I don't know. Well, like I told you, I was trying to get ammo earlier. Dude, it's hard. Yeah. I'm going to get as much as I possibly can. Yeah, you got to. It's Every a, now and then, the, such a weird shortage. It is too. It's like the government's buying it all. Well, I, well they I are. Winchester, Winchester's not selling to the public anymore. Yeah, as of like two weeks. They ago. did that last time. There was a shortage. I think when Obama was in office. Yeah. When like forty was a popular ammo, right? When the most law enforcement moved over from nine to forty. Yep. And they're saying like the reason people move move back to nine is because it's the government and the military bought all the fucking forty as yeah. much as they could fucking find. A buddy of mine that's like a huge gun enthusiast, he said the same thing yesterday to me. He said, you can't find it because I don't know how true it is, but the government's buying all of it. I, I mean. I don't know. If it's who true. else would be buying it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, I mean, supply and demand, I guess, but is there really that many people that's buying ammo? Well, I mean, gun ownership did increase tremendously. Okay. So then uh, there's some. But, like, but, but let's say it's your first time buying a gun. Yeah. Right. Which you're we, not going to buy know, fucking. We know a lot of people rounds. that do that. They're buying like 100, 200 rounds because they think that's good. Yeah. yeah but 100, 200 rounds times, times. Yeah. X number of new gun owners plus all the other people that see those people buying guns 
So they can't get guns because all those new people bought all the guns. So they're like, there must be a thing going on. So I'm going to buy bullets. And then you have a few people not making bullets because of the corona or making less bullets because you got less people on the production line. Right. I mean, there's a lot that could go into it. I think the military is buying it all. (laughs) (laughs) Some government agencies buying it all. I'm going with you. I believe it. Um, so there, there's just a lot of difficult things. Up a while ago, yeah. You think maybe Hickok 45 bought it all? Yeah, that guy. That's like a, that guy. That's a bad motherfucker, dude. Yeah. Who's this dude? You know is what I'm talking about? He's his old guy on YouTube. Yeah. Like, Let me shoot that soda can. Boom! And shoots in. The He's pow. got like four million <laughs> subscribers, and all he does is fucking shoot guns. All he just day. reviews guns all day. And uh, he's he's so awkward about it. Yeah. And uh, like he reviewed the other day the great videos like. He's got like six or seven ARs, and he's like, "Which one would I choose? W- would you choose?" Yeah, and it came down to the Daniel Defense, uh, like M7 or whatever. That uh, is. Yeah, that's a good gun. It was between that and it's like 1970s Vietnam air rifle. I think mm. it was an M14 or something like that, or an M4A1. M4 M4 4 it was A1? an M- it was an M4A2. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, I would. I want him as my grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Right. Hand them shit. Hand them bitches down. Like, who's he gonna give all the fucking guns to? And Donald Trump second. <laughs> Dude, I think Donald Trump's hilarious. I do too. I think he's so funny. Yeah, I don't know if I was supposed to say that or not, but I'm saying it anyway. I mean, what whatever, whatever man. It's my grandpa. There's a lot of things you're not supposed to say. I really do wish he was my grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine your Thanksgiving dinner? Oh, uh, dude, Thanksgiving's got to be great in that household. Fucking hilarious. Coming to the fucking White House, Come having here. Thanksgiving. Jesus, God, dude. What now, he'll probably dude, it'll be like, he'll be like, what do you get for, he's like, what do you, what do you get for Christmas? Or do you, oh, no, no, that's right. Yeah. You, you celebrate Hanukkah. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> what do you, what do you get, what are you getting? Oh, Jesus. What's Hanukkah, Harry, bringing you? Uh, <laughs> it's like Jared's like, well, oh, Trump. He, yeah. Don, you can't, you can't talk to the kids like that. You're right. We moved the capital, Jerusalem. I think that's, <laughs> that's the best thing about him is he says shit and doesn't think about it first. And he's just an old guy. Like people get be. so mad. People get so mad about that, and they're like, "How could he?" And I'm, and I think to myself, I'm like, "How many of you hypocritical fucks have that uncle or grandfather at your Thanksgiving table that just like says whatever comes to their mind?" Like, calls, calls that's out, the dude, like, right? you, like don't act like this isn't an uh, like an. It's normal. And it's no like one just thinks the, anything of it when, you're, just like, when oh, your uncle does it. Oh, no. okay. Uncle Larry. There's always right. truth yeah, to it, right? Exactly. There's, al- there's always fucking truth always, to it. yeah. Behind every joke or any comment, there's always fucking truth. I, I say that, too. You, you know how you say uh, you say something? Well, see, this gets me in trouble with my wife, too, and she will be watching this because that's just what she does. <laughs> she loves listening to me talk, I guess, you know? Yeah. Well, that's a good thing, yeah, I guess, exactly. if you want a successful relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. so she... Um, Wait, what were we just talking about? Uh, Uncle Trump. Uncle Trump. No, saying like, oh yeah, yeah. So, so now she knows that every time that I say like, oh something and so and so, your hair, or whatever. Ah, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> she, she knows now yeah. that I'm not fucking kidding yeah. because I've said it a million times. Yep. Like, hey guys, you ever know that when you say I'm just kidding afterwards, that 99 percent of the time that you're, you're really actually right. serious? Yeah. yeah. So that can get me in a little bit of trouble. But that's right. People are too sensitive. People need a little thicker skin. Yeah. Know? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. No, man. for sure. Takes a while to develop that. Yeah. <laughs> have, have you guys noticed more hate in your family since any of this shit is going on? Oh, oh yeah. 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 Oh, Half yeah. my family won't talk to me. And it's yeah. not even just, like, the political thing. Yeah. It's like you can fall the same political way, but you fall different on corona. Right. 
Right, right. Or any topic. So it's like you just fall different on just that one thing, and then the next thing you know, it's like Thanksgiving's fucking canceled. Yeah, yeah. How in America they could tell you not to have Thanksgiving? I was talking to a friend in Philly, and they were saying that in Philly, you're not allowed. You can go out to eat outside, but they have to be people that live in your family. Yes, it can only be your family members. And... But it's over, fucking November, dude. Over, it's cold as shit. <laughs> dude, and over at your own house, you can only have outside guests who are your own family. It's like, dude, if you start going to that regulation, like you might as well put like a fucking I forget what what my I want to say I, something, I'm sh- but I'm not gonna say it. But it's you, okay. you might as well put saying. like some sort no, of like well, fascist what did I read on to you it? or I read to you earlier that comment on my one buddy he said he was like he's like um he was eating out in, in Rittenhouse in Center City, and it was like uh, the lockdown <laughs> successfully created a way for us to eat outside but inside to avoid eating inside but outside. And he, like, posts a picture of, like, he's literally fully in a fucking tent, tent, fully enclosed tent with heaters. And he's like, I'm at, a, like, a five-star restaurant right now. We're not allowed to eat inside, but I, but I the, can eat in this fucking tent right here. He's like, chewing gum on the He was literally like, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm going to go with it because I'm hungry. But, like, this is ridiculous. Like, I, I don't understand how many so, so how so many people can say, you know what? Why am I listening to this? It should be a personal decision. If you want to go out well, to eat. I think it really comes down to the quality of information that people are digesting. Like, yeah. people, you you take in, and, like, you went through, like, the addiction process. Like, you can understand this. Like, yeah. you, what you take in, like, you drink water. Like, you drink well, good water because your body needs that. Like, people don't, like, they're not critical or as critical as they should be. It's, like, to the information that they're choosing to, like, take in. Because that information like affects like your entire environment, like your yeah. your mood, your like mood. how you feel. Like everybody's like, "Oh, anxiety's up," and I'm like, "Yeah," because you're spending. You're now home from work. You either your job sucks or you lost your job. Like now you're watching TV all day. No wonder you're fucking anxious. You turn yeah. off. The you weren't news. doing that yeah, six news. months ago. So like, you need to think about like what you're choosing to take in. And then I also think like people and i don't believe in like helplessness usually but like people are helpless to like what information is available there this Uh, quarantine or lockdown really should not if you look at the data completely agendaless if you look at the information like the people that should be locked down are like the seniors or very like like you know compromised individuals like that that information is very much available to us now that we've been this many months into it so locking down an entire populace really doesn't yield the the results or like protect the people you're choosing to protect it really like you don't want to make the the reaction or the cure worse than the actual situation exactly that's like and I I, that's that should be logic but it, it doesn't seem to be. Here's what I don't understand. In March and April, when the United States is getting like 30,000 cases a day or 35, you know, you remember those numbers? They're driven into you. Yeah. And they were losing like three, you know, I think at one time they were losing 2,500 to 3,500 people a day were saying they were dying from COVID, right? And then like the wave went down and then it went back up. And then, you know, you were getting 80,000 people a day, but only 1,000 people dying. And now... You have like 150, 200,000 people a day, but only like five, six, seven hundred, maybe on an occasional day, 1,500 get marked. So either they fucking recorded it wrong, you know, 
when it first started, like someone died, they didn't know what they died of, but they tested positive, so they marked them as a death. And now they're getting better at like recording those deaths. But if you look, the death rate's less than one per like one yeah. percent of the overall cases. And if you take almost ninety percent of those people are over sixty, like sixty years old. So yeah. you have a you have a ten percent chance of a one percent of dying if you're like below There's a that. Whole lot of numbers in there. There's a whole lot of shit. It's but low. It's very yeah, fucking low. That, that was the point of it. Yeah. yeah. Is that it, it? It's low. And they have so many ways to deal with it now. Like, they have so many drugs and medicines. And I know a lot of people now, like, from the city of Philly that have gotten And they're like, look, it's not fun, but it's not hell. It's like a normal fucking a bad cold. Or it's like a, like the flu. Like, it's not that, like, I don't know, man. And, and I'm one of those people in that category. And so I, I can say this, but like I have I was diagnosed with heart disease three years ago. Yeah. So, like... Um, I'm one of those people that fall in that category where it could be worse, but we have a fucking choice. It's like, exactly. I choose to not wear a mask if I go outside or I choose to go hang out with people. I don't, I'm not going to let my fucking life be driven on fear because yeah. I could possibly die. I could walk out in the fucking street and get hit by a car. And You're die. actually more likely to exactly. die from that. Yeah. So like, I, I don't see that point either where they're, you know, trying to say that, uh, well, I have a, a health problem so i agree with whatever such and such is saying well yeah we all fucking agree with it but just live your fucking life you know what i mean just gotta let it run its thing whatever it's gonna do exactly but i don't think it's like any one thing is contributing to people's willingness to go along don lemon i think it's i think it's a multiple multitude of factors like for some people this whole corona situation has been a way to just avoid life there are like so an, many you people, think people that, are using it like as an excuse. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, the gyms are closed. That sucks. It's like, oh, okay, I'll, you know, I'll get to the gym thing next year. Or, oh, like, like it's it's all it. I think Corona has been the because everybody starts their year off with like the new like uh, the new year. Well, it makes lazy people lazier. Too. Yeah, it's just like it's you Corona know? the the environment of corona and like this whole like the year that we've had it just seems like it's like it's amplified people negatively or positively it seems like it's been a year like everybody's like oh this year has been a huge setback for me or this year's been like i've had a great year yeah you don't really hear people being like ah it's about the same it's about the same it's like no it's like no i got shit done this year like i still made money because like it was a great year for us i knew people like especially in people like your businesses that despite the shutdown they still you know i got to found three months found ways to thrive like you know what i'm saying like there was the thrive either they hustled on the side or like you went fishing like that probably was great for you to like you probably didn't get that kind of time or might not ever get that time again to like you know, no, exactly, but, exactly. That's a good. So point. just you know, there's some dude that decided to walk across the country. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I saw on fucking I TikTok. It, no. This fucking guy, he started in, uh, in Maine, and he's all the way. He's like in Colorado. He might be in Utah now. He's like, I don't know how long this shutdown's going to be. I'm just going to start now. Yeah, dude, he's been like walking this whole fucking too. way. Like, he's going to go all the way to the West Coast, but he's doing it like people said. We'll pay like a dollar a mile, so the the donation will be like. You know, whatever it is, twenty five, three thousand dollars. Hell um, yeah! Fucking but like the Jenny. fucking guy, every fucking day is walking, and he doesn't go over. He only goes like twenty miles a day, maybe. Well, shit, twenty yeah. miles a day is pretty good. Yeah, dude, yeah. he's fucking. He he looks the same physically. Yeah. I'm sure if they like, if he had like no shirt on and he would change, but like he was fairly active. But he's gone through like twenty pairs of shoes, and 
you know, like he has to get supplies and stuff, but it's fucking cool as yeah, shit. That is cool. Just pick up and go, man. And he also got like five million TikTok followers, which can't hurt the bank. Yeah, I'm sure that probably was. A I don't know how they factor. monetize. I know Instagram people monetize heavily because they promote and do all that, but TikTok is I don't a, think is wild west. Yeah, I don't think I don't think monetizing TikToks is easy. I never gave a shit about that, man. Like, yeah, like the people, monetization. Yeah, like people are like, well, what do you do? What are you trying to make money off YouTube? And I'm like. It's no. not a direct money thing. It's yeah. it's like a way to get your voice out, and then some way indirectly that helps somebody, and then eventually it comes back as money. Like, what if you? Help? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't go like viewers money. Right. It goes like viewers see value. They follow you. Exactly. For us, they buy you know products or services. And companies see that as then, value. Yeah, and then it's just like it's more yeah. of like for us, it's more of a way to like sell ourselves rather than sell a product or a service. It's like, hey, this is who we are. You know what we do. After let's say our last ten leads, yeah, probably five have been direct Instagram leads. Yep, but then five have been people then be like, hey. I was told about you from somebody, mm-hmm. and I've been watching you on oh, Instagram that, for that's months. Always, it's, it's the common thing now that like it, and it's so weird too. Especially when we went to Vegas or like you go to places where there's like other people in our industry. Yeah, they'll like follow you on Instagram, and they'll be like, "Oh, dude, I follow you." And it's kind of like, and we have small followings compared to a lot of other people. Yeah. So I couldn't imagine you, what it's you like. You get that on YouTube. I get it a lot. Man. You have, people are like, oh, I follow you. And it's like, yeah. oh, dude, thanks for that one. And I'm like, yeah. Couple, you get like a couple thousand views cool. on your Yeah, on your, and that, uh, that's honestly, dude, that keeps me going, man. Because every time I feel like I'm done with this shit because, yeah. you know, someone decided to take advantage of it and it pisses me off. The majority of people actually do use it for the right thing. And then I'll see someone. It always happens that way when I'm feeling like that. Someone will see me and they'll be like, hey, my sons, my kids, they're seven or eight, and they follow you on YouTube, and, like, yeah. you got them into fishing. And it's like that whole thing right there is what it's what it's about for me. Yeah. Yeah, that, if I make so money cool. doing it, cool. I'm not going to complain. No, but I think you're, you're, you're in the right place with, like, your heart and your mindset. Exactly. Like you want to you wanna show fishing, show techniques, show having a good time, like, show the relaxing version of that. Well, and I went through a couple years of hell, just like everyone does on right. that lake, where they fucking think that nothing exists. It's and amazing. I, and I said, I'm going to cut your time down in half. I don't know yeah. if I'm going to help you or not right now, but I'll cut your time in half. Right. And then it'll save you the same bullshit that I had to go through <laughs> that you're going through right now. Yeah, dude. But no, you're right. I went to Bass Pro Shop, and like normally when you go there, they have tons of fucking boats. Yeah. Right? And I think I went there, they had like maybe six boats. Yeah, where they were completely sold uh, out. I've heard that across the world. And they didn't know like where to get them. And then when I saw this boat, the 170 with the 20 horsepower, I was like, oh, dude, like they only have that for people from basically Bucks County. I think yep. that's one sideline win of Corona, at least in our area, because we have a little bit of money in this area outdoors. and we have the outdoors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like I know so many people that have picked up a ho- an outdoor hobby and I love it every yeah. time. Like people that you're like, you're doing what? Mountain biking's big at Naka Mixon. There's this one cove. Where That's been this, a big one for Where everybody. there's this fucking steep incline. Every time you're fishing there, you'll hear people like scream, yep. yell, crash. 
every fucking time on this one spot. I, dude, I talk about it all the dude, time. Dude, and I like one, some guys were like talking about Trump the other day and like you could hear them. They're like, oh, I don't know. Like I got to vote for him, but I don't want to. But like Biden's, I was like, Trump 2020. And they're like, <laughs> they're like, they're like where'd that come from? <laughs> <laughs> Mountain, I think, I think other than like, I think a big thing that happened this year was I saw a lot of incompetent people get dogs. Like right off the bat, <laughs> right off the fucking bat. Like everybody that shouldn't have a dog had a puppy in like the first three weeks of Corona. Oh, it's God. like, who the fuck had all these puppies yeah. like lined up? Yeah. This, this is a Chinese conspiracy. They had dogs ready. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like inventory of puppies. It's like, dude, like everybody had that cocker spaniel. I'm like, Yo, dude, that's not going to do shit in the apocalypse. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for your puppy? Yeah. Yo, yeah Andrew's dude. getting a puppy. I am, dude. My, my, I waited. My wife wants one, right? She messaged me today. You, what do you want a golden a retriever? Nah, she wants a little dog. Yeah. Like a little fuck. I mean, a little for a little while. Yeah, exactly. Maybe we can just keep it while it's little and then give it back to you. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can give us another puppy. How about that? Do you maybe. Yeah. He picks his puppy up soon. Yeah, I pick mine up in January. Nice. That's You're going to go down to... My, my sister, like he was talking about a golden retriever and it didn't hit me. And I was like, holy shit, my, my sister's having golden retriever puppies. Yeah. And then... Uh, it was in between like a Caney Corso... They're cool. Golden Retriever. It was a cut like it was a bunch of random dogs. But they yeah. were all like working dogs. Yeah. And um John was like, my sister's out. And then the fact that like I knew the breeder and then yeah. like I would like that and like then she has like it's AKC right. Like it it it's it AKC works. It kinda like I like when things like I believe in like I don't know if you've subscribed to like quantum mechanics or things like energy where you're like just people just come, like things come and go when you need them kind of thing. Yeah. Like if you want it and you have like the right energy around it. Always it, happens. it just always happens the right way for you if you appreciate it. Yeah, I definitely believe So that. I'm literally like I was like a week before I said to Ariel, I was like, you know what? Like, cause like my dog right now, he's great, super well trained, um, sketchy. Still yeah. sketchy, but he serves his purpose. He's a guard dog, but like he, he's great. No leash, but like you just can't pet him in this room. You'd be fine. Yeah, just don't pet him. Don't look at him. But it's like it, I, I like was like, dogs damn, like that. And yeah. I was like, I do. I, like he just like you ever be, some people respect him. Some people are just like, no thanks. I don't think you getting a dog takes away from your other dog at all. No, but I was like, I I kind of want to get a dog that like when people look at him. They're not immediately like, no thanks. Yeah. It's also it's also good to get another dog when your dogs are on their later stage of life. Because yeah. one, they'll teach him how to go to the bathroom. Oh, it'll be way easier to train them right. initially. Because they'll go out with him out the side. He'll watch the other dog pee. He'll be like, oh, cool. I'm going to pee too. Oh, yeah. And like they just learn and like potty trains like a couple, maybe three, four days. And no, the dog's got sure. it. Yeah. It's always good. That makes it a lot easier. No, for sure. So yeah, you got a new dog coming up. Yeah. So do you fish... Through the winter? I'll fish until it freezes. Last year, I don't think it froze, did it? No, but last... So, we have a special that goes on at work every year, the end of November. So, like, from the end of November until April, I'm pretty much fucked. Like, Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm I'm working a lot. Um, but, I mean, if I can get out, yeah, I'll still get out. I still have my days off a week. I, I just won't go out three or four times a week. Maybe but just like but once or twice. Yeah, but if it's if it's not frozen yet, I'll get out once or twice. Just to kind of not be rusty. You know, just yeah. I know I'm not going to catch a whole lot when it's that cold. But um, I like how you say, like, four or five fish isn't a whole lot. Like, dude, I'd be fucking ecstatic. Yeah, so they're going to be bigger ones, though, this time of year. Like, now in early, early spring before it gets, you know, warm enough, you'll, you'll catch big ones. So so it's it's fun to have the anticipation of catching that giant one because you know when they bite they're going to be a big one. Yeah. 
So, but like, where do the little ones go? They just, I, I, I think their metabolism is like, you know, since they're smaller, they don't have to eat as much. Right. So like, it just happens that the bigger ones are, are eating more. more. Yeah. yeah. I saw a dead fucking fish just floating there like a pretty, I don't know. He's probably, yeah, we like heard that story already. You almost caught him. Yeah, I did almost catch him. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was a different one. He was, he was upside down. No, he was, he was actually, he was, dead. he was already confirmed yeah. kill. Yeah. Kill. Sometimes when it gets cold too, and it, it gets cold fast, that'll happen. It, he might have gotten stuck out when they drain the lake too. Like you never know. Yeah, yeah. Well, also there's a, a fall turnover when the lake turns over and all the oxygen goes from the bottom to the top, mm. and a lot of fish have trouble surviving through that too. So in the winter, the it, the oxygen will go to the top of the water, not the bottom. Yes. So that that probably keeps them shallow too. Then yes. So shallow it is. Yep. Yeah, I mean, if you're not, yeah, it's like from September until the lake freezes, just stay on the bank. That's that's my best advice if you want the best chance to catch one. You can still catch them deep. Like, people are still catching them deep, but you you don't want to go searching for that shit yet. No. Not knowing the banks yet. Yeah. You know what I mean? Stick to the bank because you can banks always catch fish on the bank. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, and then worry about that later on, going out, out uh, deeper. Where do you see your fishing career? Like, do you do, you do a lot of tournaments and shit? Yeah, so I, I did um, – I haven't fished bigger tournaments in a while with my kids growing up and everything. But right. I used to want to want to end up going pro. Um, What's a bigger tournament, like two, three days? No, just like 100 people oh. over a single day. Like a big lake, uh, though. Yeah, 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 on a big <laughs> lake. Um, I've done several of them. I've done well. I've won some of them. Um, but with the kids uh, being as young as they are, like I just don't find it fair that I'm leaving – for a week at a time in a different state, leaving right. her home with the kids and then going the next month and doing it again in a different state. Right. You know, so it's a lot of traveling involved, which most people don't understand. Like you're spending thousands of dollars. You're staying away for weeks at a time. Cause you have practice. You got to get there. You yep. got to get acclimated there. Yep. And then you're uh, spending money the whole way and you're spending money on um, staying at reservations and food and all that. So as far as like now that goes, I just want to help people, man. I'm not, I don't I don't have that that drive anymore to like make it the pro life is not what people think it is. Man. You know it never is. It looks glamorous. It's not. And it's a hard path to get Unless, there. Unless so the same thing with like golf or like the PGA tour. Right. That's glamorous. Exactly. But there are hundreds of thousands of pros mm-hmm. that are making forty to fifty K a year. Yep. Slogging and spending all that money on travel and expenses. And same thing. It's, it's exactly like, the same thing. Same thing with like probably mixed martial arts, like MMA. It's like there are a lot of pros, and like you see the guys on TV that are making a ton of money. Yep. But think of how many other guys there are that don't make them money. Exactly. It's That's brutal. exactly how it is. Yeah. But what I would say that the thing is is that there's guys that I know that don't have the money or the means to be able to compete that would smoke those dudes' asses. Really. Oh, yeah. Let's fucking sponsor them. Let's yeah. go. I mean, dude, think about that. There's guys out there that can't afford to go on a, on a trail, any trail, the golf trail or, or a, yeah. a bowling trail or whatever the sport is that are fucking badass. They're like, they'll, they'll tear those dudes up. They just don't have the means to be able to do it. Yeah. You know, so, so. Do, so if there's a tournament on Naka Mix in the UN pretty uh, much all the time? Oh, yeah. I've won now, a lot of money on do you that. Do, do you do your boat or do you, like, join somebody else? Like, yeah, my boat. Always your boat. Yep. With yep. somebody? Yeah, I got a, a a guy that I had started teaching how to fish about eight years ago. We met. I sold him a fishing rod. He was a young kid. Yeah, um, and he saw the the sticker on the back of my wife's car, and he asked her to to give me for for her to give him 
my number because he really wanted to fish with me. Yeah. So we started fishing. The first time I took him out, he caught like a 615. Kind of same thing that happened to you when you were saltwater fishing. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was like, motherfucker, this is how it is. All right, yeah. I'm in. Yep. Well, he found out pretty soon that it's not always like that. You right. Know? So, yeah, so we, we spent a lot of time together. I basically taught him how to fish, and now he's he's a fucking hammer. What do you, uh, if you win a, a what's a decent-sized tournament at that lake? It's usually 30 or 40 boats. And what's, like, the winning prize? 800 bucks. Okay. Yeah. All right. If you win Lunker, and I think the most I ever, so I, there was a 52-boat club tournament there that I got invited to. Okay. A few years ago. They, they now have now banned me. Oh shit! Uh, yeah, so what the fuck is that? So they invite You're too me. Too good. There's 52 boats. They don't. They have big bass boats, so they couldn't go anywhere. They had trolling motors because they had to troll the whole time. Exactly, but I had a motor, so I had the advantage right away. Oh, so you well, jumping was, spot to spot. Yeah, so that was a problem. So I ended what up the taking fuck their is money. That? Did you get a fucking like a one of the little like nine point nines on the side? Exactly. All right, there was a couple guys that brought smaller boats, but not not many. But do so it's like golf and gambling kind of thing. Well, that one was over. I mean, that was like thirteen hundred bucks for that tournament, and that was only a club tournament, so that's not even considered. Yeah, like, but those guys have money. Yeah, they definitely. Got if money. they all have like fiberglass oh, bass yeah. boats, they got a lot of money. Yeah, so the, you know, in fifty-two boats, the more boats that there are, the more money you're going to make. More money there is. And then, um, yeah, I, they banned you. That's funny. Yeah, so they banned me. There's so, another guy, Kyle, that that fishes the lake too. They banned him too because he came the next year and won. So it was like. <laughs> these motherfuckers got to stop inviting us if they don't want us to come. It's like, dude, you could beat me at any. Like, it's not like I'm gonna automatically go out there and win. Like, yeah. shit happens. It's a fucking fish. It swims. <laughs> I, you know what I'm saying? Like, so it's not like I just, you know, you can. It's not like he went out and he like talked to your fish yeah, buddies. Exactly. Like, come on, guys, get on the hook tomorrow yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so that happened. But I mean, I lose more than I win for sure. Oh yeah, but. Um, that's just the nature you, of fishing. You, if you think you had like a bigger bass boat and had the time, you could go in like something a little bigger and do well. You think? Absolutely, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I don't, I don't mean that as like, yeah, I think I can go anywhere and do well. Pay places that I'm that I'm familiar with. Yeah, I feel like I could do well. But you could be, you get familiar with them by fishing them. Exactly. Right? Yeah, but as far as like things to to know what to look for, and if I'm like breaking down a new lake or if I go somewhere yeah. new, I know. I know pretty much by looking at a map what I'm going to, like, how I'm going to break it down. Yeah. You know, it's not like I'm going to go there and be like, Fuck. I heard you're a fucking good fisherman. Well, I don't know. Yeah. I, I heard, know. like, out of the lake, you're one of the legends out of the lake, and that's what they say. You yeah. fucking catch them. Do you what, the fish told you that? No. Fucking, I've had three or four talking. people that watch my Instagram. They're like, dude, like, I'm, like, I feel bad for you, but, like, you should get this guy to, like, teach you how to do it because he's, like, he knows that lake better than anybody. But you've only been here 10 years. Yeah. So, like, if you put that in perspective, you just know how to fish. Like, you fished a lot growing up. Yeah, I did. And I broke it down pretty fast. But I can tell you, there are some guys out there that that I'm not the only one. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's some guys out there that that can tear some ass. Do you do, uh, you do, you said you do, like, charters or whatever they call them? Uh, Yeah, guide. 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 Yeah, so uh, this year I was only able to do it twice a week. but, But that, again, like, being word of mouth, that fills up so fast that there's only so much time. In, so you do that a couple times a week, and like, what is like a guy like a hundred bucks a day or two hundred two hundred yeah. a day? Yeah, so that's, that's pretty good. That's eight hours, and I ask the people ahead of time. It's not like I'm because I'm not going to give you my spots. Like I'm not going to take you out and say, "Here, this is where I fish when I fish tournaments." Because I got like A spots, B spots, C spots. I got gotcha. you. I'll give them the C spots. 
<laughs> I always keep my A spots, but they can still go to these places and catch fish. Do all the time. you join their boats? Or they come on your boat on mine. Okay. Yeah, but so before they come, I'll ask them like, make sure you either you write down or you have a mental note of what you want to learn. Like this isn't about. I don't want you to come out here and just steal my spots. You know, like you're not. So is that anything. what you're talking about? Like some people do that, and they're like, exactly. They're like fishermen. They're like, hey, let me get the spots. Yep. And they'll never come Motherfuckers. again. Motherfuckers. Because that's, that's cheating, man. It's like, dude, what is that teaching you? If, if you go out there and you take my spots, what does that teach? That teaches you spots. That teaches yeah. you nothing else. Yeah. So it's That's like, not even really a service. So, yeah, exactly. So, so, like, the best. It's almost like they played you because they're much better fishermen than they put it out to be. It's almost like you want the beginners, like, like me, learning where I don't fucking. The only spots I'll know is where I'm going to catch a fucking fish. Yeah. Like, that's my spot. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, I know exactly where that fucking fish. It sounds up. like you got ten plus years ahead of you. I got a long way, man. You got you do, but it's it's fun. The journey is what's fun, man. Like I can still remember, like you know, from the very beginning up until now, and it's like you will never forget where you caught that fish. Like yeah. you'll have a mental note. Like I caught this fish five years ago off this, this stump. Yeah, but you can't fucking remember what your wife told you two uh, minutes ago. Did all the time. My wife, like right before I leave work, would be like, "Hey, can you stop?" At the store and pick up this. Yeah. Sure, no problem. Yep. I'll be pulling in the driveway like, fuck, I forgot. Exactly. And I literally passed the store. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, fuck I don't I know forgot. what it is, but it, that's how it is. It, you just don't forget. It's life. And I've met some awesome people, too, dude. That's the cool thing also yeah. is you meet some really, really good people. You meet good friends along the way. Um, you meet people you don't want to ever fucking talk to again. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but you get to them faster. So, so you're saying exactly. this, this weekend... Put on a spinner bait. Put on a spinner bait and go down the bank. Go down the bank and, and do it parallel to the bank. Yeah. And don't fucking stop until you catch one. Do I put a trailer on it? No. Spinner bait, no trailer. Both willow leaves. So. Okay. Yep. Okay. Willow leaves. How Half heavy? Ounce. Half ounce. Dude. Two willow leaf blades. Doesn't matter what color they and are. No, just keep the skirt, no trailer. Keep the skirt, no trailer. Fucking White or white and shark truce. All right. What am I tying on? The second one, jig, like yeah. a Texas rig, yes. like you're talking about, like a flip thing. Yeah. So right, yeah. I'll tell you what I have tied on right now. I have a chatterbait. Okay. I have a uh, jig, like a heavier jig for like bluff banks. I have a spinnerbait, and I have a punching rig. That's that one, like you go through the the. Yeah, grass but don't lines. worry about that. No, right now. I, I'm, the, not, I'm not good enough. For there's that. not much grass that's left anymore. The right. one, the ones that are left, they're in them. You will catch them in them, but. They're they're few and far between, so I would stick with a spinner bait, steeper banks, not right. not your like not flats, right. not where it's pretty flat. You want those so steeper like the, banks. So like the coves, probably not good, but maybe just outside the. Co- yeah. I got it. I w- if I were you, I'd launch a tow hick and go up towards the bluffs and fish the fucking shit out of the bluffs. The north side of the bluffs. Yeah, because the winter they're gonna winter there. That's where they're headed. Because they can go deep where it's warmer and then strike up if they need to. Exactly. I'm gonna fucking and slow. I say this every weekend, dude. I'm telling you, if if you do it and you do it right, you'll catch one. Just just slow roll it when you're casting though, and try to bump it off shit. That's so crucial. Like vibrating because they you want it to bounce off stuff. They get it when it deflects. So if if you're coming up to if you're you see a tree right sticking out, Mm -hmm. this is the tree. Yeah. Most people are like that are new to it are like I don't want it to get stuck. It's a spinnerbait. It's not going to get stuck. Right. Throw it past the tree if your boat's over here. Yeah. Slowly wind it, wind it, wind it. You want it to boom, hit that tree and come up over it. One guy told me if you're fishing slow, 
fish slower. Yeah. Like if you think you're fishing slow, fish slower. Yeah. Every think about the cooler the water gets, the, the more slow. lethargic everything around you. Andrew's is. gonna be my second call. I think I'm gonna call my son because he, my son's seven. He's been ripping on me about not catching fish, like ripping on me. Yeah. Andrew's gonna be my second call. I All think. right. Well, we're gonna try and call this right now. So you're gonna you're gonna go to the bluffs. Stay, stay on the bluffs areas yep. all day. Just go back and forth and keep on trolling around. And How far down? Do I go down to those uh, those structures coming out on that point right Anywhere by the dam? Anywhere there's bluff banks. Yeah. So if you where the structures are, if you go around that point, keep on going down that way. All the way to Haycock. All the way. Okay. Yep. I got it. And stay on that's that. That's kind of where I've been. but That side's probably the better side. Is that side you're on. Yeah. Like if you start on that left side. Yeah. 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 Stay I'm on that left side. Fish. I'm going to do it. Fucking Dude, gonna catch it. Hopefully, like you don't put this out until after that. So you got this weekend. To oh yeah, to oh, it comes one. up probably come out on Tuesday. Yeah, I'm not sure there's many bass fishermen listening, or else someone would have called in by now. That's all right. So, so you're telling me not to tell anybody about it then, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. No, you should definitely tell people yeah, about it. <laughs> I think it's, been, it's been great. Thanks for coming on. This is like one of those cold things where it's like, hey man, you want to come on a podcast? And you were like, dude, let's do it. Yeah, my pleasure, man. No, I, yeah, I, that I'll, is awesome. I'll yeah. jump on it anytime I can. That's kind of what we have is like, let's meet people, expand our network. Like, you have an hour and a half, two hours to talk to people. Like, you kind of get to know them. Yep. And it's just, it's good. Like, what, whatever we can do to help people out in our business, like what we do, people need renovations done. They need they need cabinets made, table. Like, we made these tables. Like, they need all that shit done. And yeah, my wife's going to want you to make one of these. Yeah. She loves this kind of shit. Dude, it's, it's fucking. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This, we do a lot of this. We're getting good it's at, like, nice, filling man. it with epoxy and shit. Yeah, this is awesome. You guys do awesome, man. We definitely learn every one we make, but, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It's outdoorsy. Anything like that. I'm not a tree hugger or nothing, but I love. Dude, I grew. I'm not a tree hugger at all. I think yeah. the whole environmental conversation is is made up and sensual, uh, sensationalized. Yeah. Right. That's a big word for me. Um, but you fought through I, it. I grew up out west. Right. A lot yeah. of public land. Hunt on public land. Do whatever you want. Basically on public land. Like I'm a public land guy. Yep. But when it comes to regulation on your own property. I kind of like that's like unless you're hurting someone else's property. I'm like, glad you clarified that because it just sounded like you were setting fire to like no, it's just forests. No, it's just, it's, it's just like if you don't harm somebody else, you, it's your property. Like yeah. you, you should be able to put up whatever buildings you want. Yeah, I understand a building envelope. I get it. You don't want to build up against the property line, but like you know, I got a hundred acre property. I want to put up like it's yours. It's yours. It's yeah. fucking your property. Do whatever you want. Yeah, it's America. We just went from that table to you talking. <laughs> It's wood, so it has something yeah. to do with woods. Yeah, America. Outdoorsy. We went from fucking wood to America. <laughs> <laughs> Real fucking fast. What's uh, what's your IG handle before we uh, shut this down? Uh, my Instagram is scarfishing. S K A R F I S H I N G. Same same with YouTube. Yep. Yeah. Uh, although I haven't been on YouTube in uh, three months, there's plenty of stuff on there to yeah to browse through, but. I just finished making a studio at my new house for it, so it'll be a little bit easier for me to cut the videos. Yeah. Like Andrew does a lot of that stuff. We have also have time. you got to set up like a system. Yeah, yeah. We also if have, you're going to crank out a lot of video, you got to have yeah. like a a process. Like, like drop it into. The we also have boom, somebody boom. that that can also like we. we I use, have help. It's not just me. Yeah, we we have somebody that if we tell them the story, he'll go through the video and cut up a story and send it. So like, if you want to get like that, maybe I don't know. Like maybe you want him to like come and cut up or like you have like don't have time to do it yeah but then you put your production out you know you add a couple like nuances to it and it like increases your production value yeah so basically what i do is like i help 
I share the responsibility in capturing the video or the pictures. Um, and then if I can't edit them, I just kind of tell him what I need or what I'm looking for. Yeah. Like, dude, I need, this is what I'm trying to go for. This is the media and yeah. put it together and boom. Yeah, uh, well, Quick. Hey, we're, we're turning burn. It's like, we can't get to hundred percent quality. Everything we turn out. No, we get to, we'd shoot for like 80% quality, a hundred X more videos. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. All day. Yeah. Like we're trying to go for quality, but just enough that we're helping people and getting the help out faster. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, you guys are, we're trying. I'll definitely need uh, some help along the way as far as maybe some pointers on. No, for sure. Yeah. I no, I mean, we're here to help. Good. No. Let's see what I can do. All right, man. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, yeah man. For sure.